uh, Mr. Pena back. You made your way back to your second home, a little bit smaller, but you made it way back. Thank you so much for your time. It's an honor, sir. 30 years of QLA. I never asked you, how did you come up with the name Quantum Leap event? Like, how did you think of that? Where did that come from? The night before, it was in February 1993, and I had signed up to go to a J. Abraham seminar at the airport. And the, because um, at that time I was doing my due diligence, I went to Tony's things and all the guys that were the current gurus at the time, I went to the seminars because if I'm going to get in the business, I want to know what the competition is. But uh, uh, unbeknownst to me, I thought that everybody paid to go to these seminars. So I paid my five grand uh, at the time for a three-day seminar. And uh, the night before that, there was a TV program called Quantum Leap. And it used to be about a guy that yeah. jetted into uh, 500 years past and five years in, years in the future, etc. And so um, uh, he has an exercise during the seminar where he passes a mic around, uh, and a live mic, and every other person in the audience of 400 people said why they were there. So when the mic came to the little old lady that I was sitting next to, I took it out of her hand. Now, some people say I knocked her down. I didn't do any of that. But I did take the mic out of her hand, and I stood up. My name's Dan Pena, and I'm the inventor, initiator of uh, the new methodology to create wealth called Quantum Leap Advantage, off the top of my head. And that's where it came from. Wow. Nothing more to it than that. Yeah, correct. Wow. And then later on that day, after lunch, uh, uh, Jay asked me, he says, would you like to talk to the audience? I said, Sure. So I got up and I held the audience from about 1.45 till 7 that evening. Wow. Yeah, 7 that evening. And then I knew this, this, this is a lay down. But I didn't understand at the time that uh, the average uh, Joe, the average Jane, had no self-esteem and they were going to be fucked. Now, when you had your first QLA, mm -hmm. how did you approach that? It was May uh, 1993. About four months later, after that uh, episode with Jay, and I gave it at the Sheraton Hotel, I had 60 people that paid $1,000, uh, 56 paid, four, I had uh, two reporters, I had a uh, film team, so four didn't pay, and I thought, this is the easiest fucking 50 grand I ever made. And uh, the seminar started at nine, and went till four the next morning. It was nine till nine, the same exact uh, material I cover in a week now. From nine till nine, no coffee, no water, no fucking lunch, uh, and the uh, questions until there were no more questions. I answered questions from nine till four the next morning, and then there was only three or four people in the audience, and I answered everybody's question, and that was the seminar one day at the Sheraton in, um, in, uh, in Los Angeles on May 23rd, 1993. And when you're doing these, as, as the times have changed, especially now, you know, say, you know, 15 years ago, we know how things were, 10, 5. And then you come up on this generation now with social media and technology. Initially, you're just trying to get out of, say, me. Whatever I'm holding in deep down, you're beating that out of me so I can be the best that I could be. And, and, and the, the longer, in the 90s, the guys <laughs> and the gals that came to the seminar had more balls. Yeah. And then in the early 2000s, they still had more balls. And then from about 2005 to 2008, uh, their testicles have shrunk. Uh, and now we've got virtually, I won't say no balls, but pretty close to no balls. Uh, and, and so, but I'm, you know, uh, we came from caveman, okay? Yeah. When you were in the caveman days, uh, 40, 50,000 years ago, and you saw a guy uh, uh, with his woman, and you went, you just killed the fucker and dragged the old fucker in the ass. That was it. Right. Okay, we have it in our loins. 
Yeah. Okay. But but nobody's uh, promoting it or teaching it. And I'm one of the last. In fact, I'm only the only one that's still, you know, uh, I'm not promoting bad language. But uh, I, I think that I don't think I know that when Elon Musk told said go fuck yourself on TV here recently to all the big uh, uh, advertisers. I mean, uh, he he knocked back wokeness for uh, a good period of time. Now Elon's favorite word is fuck. His second favorite word is cunt. Yeah. But and 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 almost all the big uh, uh, gurus uh, that we uh, uh, we have lionized, so to speak, uh, swear. Uh, Harvard put out a study here recently, maybe six or seven years ago. They spent I don't know three million dollars or two million dollars to say the obvious. High performance people swear. Whoever charged them that fucking money should be in jail. Yeah. I mean, I could have told them that for a beer, you know. Uh, but it's it's certainly not popular. It's certainly not popular. And what's your take on Elon? I keep going back and forth. I, I was dead set that he was the arm that no one was looking at because I couldn't understand the buying of the Twitter, okay. But he knew when he released those files, they were going to go nowhere. So I just kept adding it up, adding up. And then when he puts that Linda as CEO on a Thursday, and then Monday, Neuralink gets moved to the final stage of FDA approval, to me, you add that up, or it's just a coincidence, or I'm nuts. But after he did that, if he is the one that kills me, I'm okay with it after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, I don't believe in coincidences, but the, uh, uh, the uh, <laughs> maybe that's because my dad was in the CIA. Maybe, maybe that's why, but anyway. The, um, Elon is a bright, super bright egotist. Uh, I haven't read the new book that's out on him, uh, but uh, some of the people I know have read it. And the author that's uh, traveled around with him for two years uh, says, uh, and he, he pulled no punches uh, in one of the lines, and I've heard him say this before, I would rather uh, stab myself in, in, in the hand than talk about my personal life hmm. because it's all fucked up. Uh, and the, uh, he likes, he likes, apparently he likes uh, fucking, he's got seven or eight sons, uh, which is nothing wrong with that, okay? Right. Uh, and the, um, from three or four women, that's fine. Uh, he's got uh, plenty of money. He's, uh, but one of the reasons, uh, perhaps the only reason he wants to go to Mars is because the planet's through. In 2004, um, Professor Hawkins, and I might have told you this on your last time you interviewed me, said that uh, we're through. The human race has reached its apex. That was 2004. He said that we reached our apex already and that uh, we're a, we have a slightly bigger brain than a monkey. Uh, you know, we uh, and he went on and gave these various analogies of why we're through. Now, I didn't catch on till we were through till 2014, so I'm 10 years slower than one of the brightest guys that ever lived. But I, <laughs> I said in 2014, we're fucked, we're through. And uh, right now, if if global warming's for free, I mean for real, excuse me, this building's not here anymore. Right, Florida, Florida's gone. Water. Yeah. The best uh, case scenario is three meters. That's 10 feet. Florida's gone. Okay. Worst case scenario, 10 meters, 30 feet, two thirds of the United States is gone. Now, did Obama, who I don't particularly like, but did Obama buy a $45 million house within 100 meters of the water in Hawaii because he knows his house is going to be gone? Did Trump buy Mar-a-Lago, which we drove by, I told you earlier, on the way down here from my hotel? I think I said the last time we got together. I wouldn't stake my life on it, but I'd stake his life on it that there is a scientific cure for um, climate change. 
It's going to be just like uh, during the Vietnam War when we used to seed the clouds so we could rain more and the, you know, the, the Vietnamese couldn't get around. Well, there's going to be a scientific uh, solution. And I'm, I'm pretty, pretty well informed that uh, Cambridge, MIT, Caltech, uh, amongst several other universities have been working on this for 20, 25 years. Otherwise, two-thirds of the planet. I, I just, uh, for the, the seminar that's going to start in a couple of weeks, at the castle, I had my crack staff uh, pull up a, a global thing of what it looks at, at three meters or 10 feet, 20. Fuck, everything's gone. Yep. Yeah, everything's gone. You won't be doing this fucking podcast. I mean, that we, nobody listened to it. No, I'll need his drone to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you and Sally went to Iceland, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, no. No, we went to the North and South Pole. North and South Pole. Yeah, yeah. Right. In fact, we renewed our vows in 2011, 2015 at the North and South Pole, um, which is really, you know, uh, a lot of money. Uh, but if you got it, I mean, there's four or five things you should do. That's one of them. And it's um, you go there and, and I've said this in 19, uh, excuse me, 2011. We're at the South Pole and there's about, I don't know, 50 or 60 of these uh, freak uh, nerd scientists running around in 25, 30, 40 below zero in flip-flops, Bermuda shorts, and T-shirts. And so they're showing us these ice cores that they've been pulling out of the ground. And um, and he says, he points at one ice core, and he says, uh, here, uh, 55,000 years ago, it was 1.8 degrees warmer. Boom. So I stopped. Well, am I the only one? <laughs> Stop, excuse me, Professor. <laughs> and, he said, and, then, and then I said, well, what about global warming? All the scientists started laughing at the same time. You know, like a commercial. And uh, he says, you know, and then he said 55,000 years and 308,000 years this one. And, they, and it's cyclical. We will have an ice age again in five to 9,000 years. Just like we've had 100 million times. Correct. Right? And Correct. you had called that, uh, I think you had said that maybe in 13, 14, that was all bullshit. Correct. And just, well, my, my famous call is negative oil. <laughs> you know, we're going to have negative oil. I didn't think it would go $37 negative. I thought five or 10 but these guys, these talking heads that are talking about oil, uh, have they ever been to Cushing where they, sw they trade wet barrels for dry barrels in Cushing, Oklahoma? No. Do they know anything about it? No. Do they know anything about OPEC? No. Have they ever been to the Middle East and know that not all Middle Eastern countries cheat on uh, how much oil they produce? But certainly the non-OPEC countries like Venezuela and Russia cheat out the ass. So you never know how much oil is coming or going. But the U.S. is now oil dependent, not dependent anymore. It's, it's, uh, it produces 11 million barrels a day, more or less, and that's about what we use. But um, we have a lot of people just talking shit. That's all they do is talk total shit. And then how about how when they went to the, what was it, the World Conference, and they're talking about global warming at the World Conference as... Every country's firing up the, the cap fossil fuels. Which just <laughs> right. ended. Cap just ended. Yeah. Uh, cap, uh, since Cap 15 uh, through 27, which was a year or so ago, uh, they, they commit roughly about 100, between 100 million and several hundred million dollars every year the rich countries are going to give the poor countries. Jeez. To date, not one motherfucking nickel yeah. has been given by any of those countries because they don't talk about it. It's a C word. It's corruption. You, you send, it's like um, this uh, stupid Rwanda deal that the UK are going to send the min, uh, migrants. Sal and I have been to Rwanda twice. We, we started a, a, a charity. We closed it down because we'd pay you that's running the charity who's honest and then the government officials come in and say, you know, you know, yeah. and so... Um, Anyway, it's um, the, the world's fucked. We're through. 
I've been saying this for 10, 15 years. In September of 2182, an asteroid is hitting the Earth. Not maybe, not perhaps, not 1%, a hundred motherfucking percent. Nobody talks, nobody cares. Hmm. 2182. 2182. And, and it's no only an asteroid the size of the Empire State Building. Wow. So it's not going to be uh, uh, like a dinosaur one 65 million years ago. But it's going to take out the better part of northeastern United States. Yeah, I mean, the speed, the radiation, everything. But yeah. no one, I've never heard that. It. And I've had, you know, I've had, I went down that rabbit hole of space. I've had every astronomer you could think of sitting right there. And no one's mentioned that. Mm-hmm. This episode is brought to you by Let's Get Checked. Are you the man your father was? Recent studies have shown that men's testosterone levels have dropped substantially since the 1980s at about an average of 1% per year. Think about how old your father was when he was born. For example, if he was 30, your testosterone levels could be 30% lower than his. Low testosterone levels can have all type of health effects on men. It can affect your mood, sex drive, memory, muscle mass loss, you name it. And yes, low testosterone is more common the older you get, but it can affect men at any age. So let's talk about today's sponsor, Let's Get Checked. You can order a testing kit that will be delivered to you in a discreet packaging with next day delivery. Once your sample arrives in the laboratory, confidential results will be available from your secure online account within two to five days. So if you want to test your hormone levels without having to leave your home, visit trylgc.com backslash MSCS media and get 25% off your test using the code MSCS media. The link is in the description at the top. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex. Guys, remember the days when you're always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever the opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part? It's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, aqua conversations, waiting in line at the pharmacy. Bluetooth tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. Does it work? Don't think you need it? Try it free for a month and see. You're going to love it. You could be missing the best sex of your life. They say there's nothing sexier than confidence. And Bluetooth can help give you the confidence where it counts. Bluetooth wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at BlueChew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try BlueChew free when you use the promo code MSCS at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code MSCS, to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. We thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. These fucking people are not. And you know why they don't? Well, you know why. They don't because of the fucking grants. They're afraid to say certain things because if they're with a, a university, they okay. won't get a grant. And then they don't do real science. And it's just, it's fucking crazy. Pull up out tab two. Uh, when we were coming in, we saw that the Koch brothers just, I don't know how many millions they well, gave to the Nikki Koch's Haley. Dead now. But anyway, the Koch yeah. brother. His twin, or the, I don't know if it's the younger one or the older one that just died in the last year. 
Yeah, but they find all kinds of shit. What did the guy that died didn't uh, support uh, the wars and uh, no, yeah, one's the military. Liberal, they're industrial. both they're both pretty conservative <laughs> by worldwide standards, but one's ultra right wing, uh, <laughs> and they're super smart. They got PhDs in chemistry from MIT and that kind of thing. They're super bright. I did a deal with them maybe thirty years ago, uh, and I met the uh, the conservative Koch brother, um, and the. Um, it's funny how some twins look alike, and uh, other than old and bald and white-skinned, they don't, when I met them, they didn't, they didn't look alike. But there are plenty of people like that around. Of course, there's Soros, who I don't know if he funds every sing single liberal left-wing deal on the planet, but he certainly funds a lot of them. Does Soros worry you? Does he, does he no, concern No, I mean, he just turned over his company at age 92 to his son. Yeah. Who, and I don't know his son. He's, I'm so, sure he's a smart guy, uh, but... Um, there's a lot more to just being smart. Henry Kissinger just died, who I had the privilege of knowing a long time ago. Uh, the Charlie the Munger uh, just passed away. Uh, the, uh, these guys don't live forever. They don't live forever. And that's why one of the things that Sally and I are really thankful is we were able to attend two years ago. Well, what do you call it? Berkshire Hathaway. Oh. So we don't own any stock. We don't own anything. But we have a, Sally manages a small portfolio um, for us, it may not be small for other people, for our grandkids. Awesome. Within that, they have Apple, Berkshire Hathaway, and stuff like that. So we wanted to go to a, a shareholder meeting, which we did uh, two years ago in Omaha. Uh, and so uh, we got to see Charlie, who looked pretty ancient then. And uh, Mr. Buffett, he had just turned 90, now he's 92. Wow. Um, this guy's lived forever. And he eats McDonald's um, hamburger in the morning. He drinks cherry Coke all day long. His children say they've never seen a glass or a sip of water touch his lips. <laughs> Donald Trump same eats thing. the same fucking cheeseburger every morning, but he drinks cherry Coke diet, okay, and not the uh, with the calories. Uh, What's your diet? Huh? What's your diet? Oh, well, I don't like water because fish fucking it. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fish fucking is totally. Uh, uh, but last night uh, when we were celebrating with the uh, the Cuban gangsters, uh, let's see. Uh, I started the evening with uh, uh, two Vesper martinis. Uh, I don't know how many bottles of wine the group had, and then I finished off the evening with two. Um, uh, coffee martinis, whatever they call that, <laughs> and and then my wife left had a, left a full glass of wine, so I kind of swirled that down before we went to bed, uh, <laughs> and we say, said good night. And then we smoked cigars nice. uh, out in some place where the you know the hobos <laughs> they don't let you in the hotel. Yeah, anymore. yeah. Uh, but then the uh, the people that were guests of he says in that table right next to us we smoked cigars with Rudy Giuliani about a year ago. At that table over there, we smoked cigars. I forget who else. Stone. Roger. Okay, okay. Yeah. He was here last and he week. Said, and now you tell us we can't smoke fucking cigars? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Roger was in here last week. He's he's working himself to death, that guy. Yeah. He's a good guy. You've been around him a long time. So what happened up here, uh, Dan? What's this here I saw? The doggies. Well, the, these are the one on the... Um, it's hard to keep... Okay. That <laughs> Churchill, Winston, Winston Churchill, we bought him a title. No, Sir Winston, the next one is Churchill, and then the one on the right is our new puppy. It's a female. The one on the right is actually a sister of the one on the left, but they, you know, but we, uh, the, um, the breeder 
uh, who's getting a divorce, selling, selling all her horses and dogs off. And so they, they called Sally and said, would you like uh, Churchill's sister? And so English we, Bulldogs, we took right? Uh, the, the two on the right are two years old, and the one on the left is three years old. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, the, interestingly enough, the two males have the same birthday, September 23rd. Really? Huh. And, but that's, like, they, they, they like each other, obviously. Now, the Great Danes are in that picture. The Great Danes are over here someplace. Do they get along? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they play along. and have fun? Yeah, they, they, they all get along. In fact, well, I can't show you what. The, the new puppy put her eye tooth about a half an inch into my forearm. Oh. Um, I was throwing food up in the air, and so my hand didn't get away from the food quick enough, and so she jumped off the the floor and sunk her uh, sizer into my fucking forearm. You say, don't worry about it. I've already taken on a bear. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, this is light work. Yeah. This is light work, sweetie. Yeah, they're cute. They're good guys. Yeah, we have television cameras in the, in the castle, originally set up for security, but Sally, <laughs> follows, <laughs> Sally follows the dogs around <laughs> with the security cameras. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. It's I have uh, French bulldogs, but they're they're just so friendly, you know, and they're territorial as hell. Yeah. At least mine are, but they love their owners. They love their owners. Uh, pull up tab three though, eight times that we were talking about when you came in. I couldn't believe I found this picture. So tell everybody about this, and we'll get into well, some new when, stuff. Well, when um, the L.A. Times, <laughs> good-looking uh, guy there, Rob. Yeah. When Martinez, when Martinez approached me to write this article, it was an article about supposedly the six. Wealthiest Latinos in the United States, five plus me. This is so uh, now, uh, and the um, they're all out of business now. They're all gone. <laughs> so about three or four years ago, I went back to the LA Times, and I said, uh, "Now Martinez was dead. They got a Pulitzer Prize for it. He was dead, and uh, he was going to work on a new article, but then he died. So then I got the one or two guys that are still left from that team that got the Pulitzer Prize from 1983, and I said that uh, you know maybe you should follow up." Long story short, they followed up and they wrote an article again uh, about uh, me. Uh, all the, he, they didn't mention the other five had gone out of business, just me. Uh, and uh, the, uh, but that, I was on my way to a oil refinery uh, to buy in West Texas. Um, and the um, Scroll down I, there, Rob. It says about the $50 million. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah. I, I was doing $50 million. Yeah, well, there it is. Yep. Uh, already wealthy. But, uh, last year, $50 million, which is true. Uh, that, you know, that's 30 years ago. So what do you think that would be now today? 500 million? Four. At least four. At least four. Yep. Look at what you said. I want to be another Exxon, Pena said. Mm. Turning a corner, heading down the stretch. He is 37, six feet, one inch tall, and handsome enough to be a movie star. There you go. Or at least another Arm & Hammer. He opened the door of the meeting room and came face-to-face -face with a smooth, sweet-talking Tennessee preacher turned lawyer turned oil company negotiator. That's wow, picture. that's a great picture that's a great right picture there. looking up at the, at yeah. the rig. That's cool. Does that bring back memories or oh, just yeah. another day? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, um, in those days, um, in fact, we were talking to the, uh, the Cuban guys last night that are getting on a plane. And uh, so they're giving me all the justification why they need a plane. I said, yeah, okay, fine. I said, no, I mean, the only reason you buy a first plane is to buy a second plane. And the only reason you buy a second plane is to buy a third plane. And you're on the upsell market of morons. You just happen to be Cuban morons. But they've already got a 15, 20, 40 million dollar plane sitting over here off camera ready to sell you. And they'll, and they'll come up with a reason. Uh, one, uh, uh, you know, you need two planes because when your wife wants to go someplace. 
Or and then when your kids get old enough, when your kids want to go skiing. I mean, in, uh, at one time, the, the, not the lowest point of my life, but a, a, uh, uh, being a sucker uh, uh, purchaser instead of being a salesman, <laughs> I had three jets at one time. Jesus and I, we went through that. And so uh, the, the Three that you have to fuel. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and fuel, you know. And I asked them, well, what about the, how many hours on the engines? They didn't know. I said, uh, the closer you get to 500 hours is the closer you're going to have to do, redo the engines. These engines don't last forever. And I mean, what kind of uh, 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 reverse thrusters do you have? I don't know. The plane can fly with one pilot. I said, fuck, you're crazy. I mean, I don't give a fuck what kind of plane it is. Uh, you got to have at least two pilots. Uh, one gets a heart attack, then you're fucked, you know? And you're out. So yeah. it, was, it was interesting talking to the kids. Uh, about uh, their plane and their experiences, which I did, you know, 40 years ago. But at that time, there weren't any uh, or uh, well-known wealthy Latinos, and so supposedly we were a new breed. But all the rest went out of business, <laughs> except me. Well, you certainly made it. Yeah, yeah. You always talk about Sally and your wife. Correct. W what are the keys? You know, the divorce rates through the roof. Correct. In my opinion, they're doing it purposely to divide, to say, here's your rent payment, here's the phone, here's the internet. The middle class, the lower class, they no longer reproduce. And then you have the upper class and robots, and then we just end. That's just my crazy thought. But you always thought, what are the keys that you've been able to maintain that marriage that long? How do you find time? Well, several things, but uh, at the top of your list is you mm -hmm. look, at her, look at her parents. Her parents. Her mother is her 25 years from now. So if she's as fat as a fucking Volkswagen, yeah. that's exactly, I don't care how thin she is now, right. that's exactly what she's going to look like. She'll have trouble getting through the fucking door. Yeah. That's number one, okay? Number two, uh, are her parents happy? Happy wife, happy life, okay? Uh, or do they just pretend to be happy, hmm. okay? Uh, uh, and number three, uh, does she have the same work ethic you do? I'm a workaholic. Uh, Sally is a workaholic. Uh, she happens to be a finance professional, and so if I, you know, at the time when I first met her, I didn't think of it that way. But, you know, Sally, what do you think you know, about this deal? And, you know, and she looks at numbers. She's a chartered accountant, international tax expert, yada, yada. But she, she looks at it different. Uh, but the, the, the biggest thing is, you know, uh, are they going to tell you when's enough enough? You know, God love my first wife. She was a great gal. But, you know, when's enough is enough, Dan? Never. 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 No. <laughs> on a weekly basis, do you set aside a, like time no. just for you? No. Mm -hmm. You just run your week and bring her, bring Sally with you, yeah, or, yeah. or how do you do that? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I now I operate. Uh, we don't have a, a lot of houses and stuff like that anymore. We don't have a. We have an office in Asia still, uh, and we have the, the castle, uh, and the. Um, but she always, you know, travels with me. I don't think I've taken a trip and last 25, 30 years that she hasn't been oh, with me. that's huge. Yeah. yeah. What do you think about life insurance policies? You deal with all these heavy, heavy hitters. Now, assuming you're not with a bat that's just waiting for you to fucking croak, what do you think about life insurance policies? Well, you should have enough to bury you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and the, I don't know what it costs to bury you now, but uh, in the, to the extent that, uh, in fact, we're just in the process of setting up a foundation to fund all our charitable uh, stuff oh, that's uh, so cool. when we die. Uh, and, the, uh, and, you know, you set aside certain uh, things. Uh, we've, set, we've provided for our grandchildren, but not our children. Our children are going to, you know, make it or break it on their own. 
and they've known that now and our kids say they're cool with it i know they're not cool. <laughs> well they I, gotta be tough I, I i know they're not cool but they're you know they're um they're civilized about it you know they're grown up about it um but uh the, the um you know i i happen to have you know a lot of key man insurance because of some of the things it's deemed by the other shareholders that if i die not if i when I die, that the business is going to go to shit. So the shareholders are paying the premiums. They want to be compensated for when you can't run the fucker, okay? And so it's fucking uh, amazing. They, yeah. they want they want paid now for when you're gonna die. Correct. Fucking thirty fucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you, th Mr. Penny? Do you think that's a big problem nowadays? I feel like you always want better than your kids, right? But better for your kids. But a lot of people they become successful, right? And they give their kids everything without them having to put in the work and then you see what happens. I'm against that, but so what do you, what do you think about that? Well, I, I think that, um, you know, uh, in theory, uh, we're, we're put on this earth to procreate and leave it in better place than we came. It was when we got here. Okay. That's in theory. I have no problem with that, but the generations that we've, um, that have grown up in the last 200,000 years that they've been more or less homo sapiens, have not got the, the uh, skill sets right. to make the world better, other than guys like Musk, other than guys like Henry Ford, other than guys like Andrew Carnegie, other than guys, you know. Right. But the theory is good, but in practice, you know, um, the corona, the COVID, we lost a whole generation. Now, my mother, God love her, if she was to school, homeschool me for three years, I mean, it's not possible. It could never happen. No, I mean, and now we've got kids that, uh, I won't say they can't read and write, but, I mean, they're not at the level they should be. Uh, and, um, and we blame it on corona, but the educational system in the United States, I mean, I've said this before, it's one of my favorite statistics, uh, peaked in 1963. Hmm. And every year, this is the high school up to high school level, every year since 1963, what you got, get out of a high school diploma is less. Now, coincidentally, I graduated from high school in 1963, <laughs> and a high school diploma from 1963 is worth two years of college now. That's the difference. Wow. I graduated from high school with a 2.55 average. In the middle of class, I was asleep in the back of the room. If I could, didn't get it by osmosis, just coming in my ears, you know, they give you books at the beginning of the semester. You put them in your locker. The last day of school, I'd go and open the locker, and my books would be there with a, a um, dust ring around them because I never moved them. I never broke the binding. And then I turned in the books brand new, you know, uh, and so I graduated 255. Uh, the uh, 4.0 averages, and a couple of the guys, a few of the guys and the gals, most of the gals had perfect averages, but now you can go to high school and get a 5 average yeah. because they have the, uh, the honors classes, etc. cetera. Um, and... Um, but the kids are as thick as two, I mean, it's two bricks. I mean, the, they have uh, little or no common sense. You've got one valedictorian that can't wipe, uh, chew gum and uh, wipe his ass at the same time. The, uh, uh, we're fucked. Uh, and, the, um, and I don't see it getting better. So we, we, we produce an Elon Musk, okay? We produce a Steve Jobs. A, okay? A, one. A, that's exactly what I'm saying, yeah. A. And I, you know, I had the privilege of knowing Jobs. I've never met Musk. Uh, and some would argue we produce a Donald Trump. Okay, yeah. okay. 
But they, we're talking about one guy or one gal. I mean, he's got two sons in school, and I'll tell you, they're. <laughs> There's no wood shop. There's no uh, cooking class. There's no nothing. If it's now in, you'll, now in Florida, if it's over 100 degrees, they cancel football practice. Can you imagine that? Like Every day in the summer, it's over 100 degrees. Like our, our grandfathers, I know how like your father was. My grandfather would have walked in there with an Uzi and said, we're practicing. I mean, that's how it would have went back in my day. And it doesn't build any any you know, fighting through something with these kids. And then they come in and like you said, you're the, you're like the only one left that will sit there and, and go at them in a positive way that looks negative and look what the outcome is. The, the mental toughness of, of, of the last generation and a half is non-existent. None. And I, I see it in my own seminar in, in the nineties uh, and uh, the early two thousands, we had some real go-getter ball busters made a lot of money and money's not everything. It's, it happens to be one of the only things that people keep track of. Uh, but, uh, you know, they, they get wealthy and change the world. But now the kids want to march around embassies with a, a placard hmm. to change the world, but they haven't done shit. Uh, and the, um, uh, it's, 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 it's pathetic. It's pathetic. Sally and I are signed, signed up to go into space next year. Wow. Uh, she gave uh, the gift wow. a couple of years ago. And so uh, I was going to go with the Russians. The Rus- Ruskies want $20 million to go. It, Fuck, I, I'm not going to go uh, give the Ruskies $20 million. So, But uh, Sally and I are going into space uh, in 2025. And, the, um, and uh, just as, you know, a few people have gone up with a virgin and stuff like that. Um, uh, and uh, and I, I, I'm sure I mentioned, uh, it's on my website someplace, uh, P.D. Conrad, the third guy doesn't walk on the moon, who I worked with uh, in the 90s. Uh, goes to the goes to the moon and then how does he die? He's riding his motorcycle on the way to Florida with his family on a, a motorcycle trip. He slips in gravel. Oh, and he goes the off a cliff. Fuck out of here! The guy goes. <laughs> Third guy to swap, walk on the moon. Jesus oh, Christ! Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> when your time's up, it's your, up. Your fucking it. time's up. You know. Uh, but the kids today don't want. You know, they they feel uh, entitled. Uh, the kids feel, uh, they say, you fucked up the world. Now, it's for you to make us understand and allow us a job. Well, you know, uh, when I'm in London or when I'm in New York, I see uh, we're hiring. I don't see a line of anybody. We're hiring. Right. When I, you know, uh, when my dad was a, a cop, a young cop, and the uh, his salary, $142 a month he got paid. Uh, he went on and got two jobs, extra jobs. Mm-hmm. So he can make the mortgage payment. Well, isn't that what you would do? Yeah, he didn't complain about it. He <laughs> right. just got a, you know, two jobs. That's what you do. Correct. Right. And this, see this dumb table. I called twenty people to get this dumb table made. I offered an amount that w- is you, that is ridiculous to have this made, and I couldn't get anybody to make a table. So I ended up going to my friends and just having my friends make it. But that's how bad it is. A table, and I offered an amount. That was ridiculous. That should be yes. I'll be there tomorrow. And they're like, no, I'm booked. I have two jobs this week. You got two jobs. That's just how this is right now. Pull up uh, uh, Dan's website. And what's coming up? You're about to be eighty, buddy. Yep, yep. But you look twenty, twenty-five. Well, well, the better. brain and sh- you haven't aged. You haven't well, aged in ten, twelve years. As well as like, what is he? What's going on? We got. Well, that? I mean, we was that. Oh, oh, not always, but almost always comes up. The. Um, but uh, I've got over 50 doctors at least. 
Good, like and, real doctors. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, I've got I've got some uh, uh, shaman quack shit too. I've got that too. Hey, I believe in those. Okay. The shamans know shit. Yeah, and um, the um, shaman. I still remember shit. the the first uh, doctor I went to at uh, uh, in um, San Diego. Uh, I went to Scripps Clinic, and I met this uh, six foot five Swedish guy. He looked like Adonis, you know, five uh, percent body fat. Well, I buried him. Hmm. I mean, and I pissed on his grave. And I pissed on a number of the doctor's graves. I used to have a neurologist who I pissed on his grave. Good. And uh, the, um, uh, I didn't think, when he taught, he taught me how you're supposed to eat greens. You, your shit is not supposed to come out like this. Right. And up until I'm 36, every turd I ever did was like a stone with blood. Really? Yep. Because I was always constipated. And huh. I never had... A soft, soft bowel movement, uh, and he, that, so that was that's all I learned from him. Okay, <laughs> but I take um, my traveling pack is about ninety pills a day. When I'm home, I'm, I take about one hundred and twenty, one hundred and thirty pills a day. What do you take? Like vitamins? I take everything, 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 all uh, off the wall, new shit, quack this. Just I fucking mean, take yeah, it. Yeah, I just take it. And, Any particular and in fact, brand? Somebody, you can't fill this cup up all the way, but you could fill the cup up to. Here with my pills. Is there any any chance that you'd come out with a, a no, penny no, line now? No. Uh, all those guys that are doing it, and I'm surprised uh, Arnie has got a newsletter now, and uh, and he's not broke. Like most of the guys that come out with that shit are broke. Well, it, Arnie's it, got plenty of money, and, and and whether he wants to, you know. But everybody's even myself. We're worried about legacy. Right. See, I'm never going to get credit for showing the poor man how to get rich. Never. Hundred years from now, somebody's going to write a book. Okay. But I changed finance for the poor cocksucker, for the poor fucking guy that's got uh, dirt under his fingernails, for the guy that built, his grandfather built the Brooklyn Bridge. I changed finance. I'm never going to credit for that, and I don't give a shit. Uh, the, but the kids today want it to sound nice. Yeah. They want you to be. They want to be told that it's easy. It's not fucking easy. I met with a guy before the the uh, the Cuban gangsters, a guy. Um, on paper, he looked, and I told him that I was not ashamed, but I was embarrassed that he didn't. He, he failed so far. Uh, went to all the right schools. Uh, the uh, he's Swiss. He's this. He's that. Oh, fuck. Speaks five, nine languages. And he sat uh, in the in the lobby there at uh, the hotel. And I said, "You're here by accident," because I thought you were another guy. Okay. Uh, and because I don't once they come leave the seminar unless I'm in business with them. Like Pontius Pilate. Goodbye. I don't want to see you again. Don't bother me. And somehow he got through the filter and he was there. And so as, <laughs> as, as, we're, as we're talking, and I said, you failed. And I picked you to be the winner of the class because you never know. You know, uh, wives come down with cancer. Nine-year-old kids come with cancer. Life happens. And a lot of that stuff has happened to me, but... I just, you know. And how did you do that? When you well, had my dad, issues. you know, um, my, my dad, I saw him, two tears come off his cheeks. <laughs> two tears. One your whole life, left, right? Left, yeah, my dad, my dad's gone now. But one when we buried his sister and the other one when we buried his older brother. Two tears. Mm -hmm. And one of the tears stopped right here in the jaw. It didn't make it to his shirt. I never, you know, he never said, I love you. He never said, thank you. He was, uh, he doubles down. When you're wrong, you double down, just like Trump. You just keep doubling down. <laughs> and if you say it long enough, loud enough, <laughs> people will believe you. Right, right, uh, right, and, right. Uh, 
and so. Um, and throughout your career, when you had tough times, it's yeah, not I like you sat I on the couch. Go, well, first of all, there was you kept going. For me to go to, you know, uh, although my dad allegedly uh, offered to off two guys that stole from me when I was young, <laughs> uh, and he was serious at the time. I said, "No, Dad, that, that's not how we settle this shit." But, uh, and he said, I, th- "I still remember when he was and you're the man." And he says he was seventy-three. What are they going to do to me? Throw me in prison? Mm-hmm. You know. I last a day in prison. I put most of them there. Good for him. Yeah. My kind of fucking yeah. guy. He's awesome. He's yeah. awesome. So, Dan, what do you got going on now? You're, you're still moving here. So you got a, a one-day... Uh, because I'm, I'm phasing out of the business, and okay. we've had a lot... Of, we can't get enough people to come to the castle. One, they can't afford it, and that's fine. So I'm going to do another one-day like I did four years ago prior to the pandemic, uh, one-day seminar. And uh, the uh, we've had people that attended that one-day... Uh, uh, four years ago, one of which is not one of which we've got a number that had made two, three hundred million dollars in four years. When's the next one coming up where you this, have this a group? Was, well, the regular seminar is the Castle Seminar, hardcore this December in a couple of weeks. But the next regular seminar is in February, it's a week long. And then we have this, I believe, in March, the one day, which we should have maybe a thousand people. Okay, well, if we're accepted uh, for the one in, in February, uh, Rob and I would like to go. That'd be great. Oh, I, now, now I definitely four beat me years down. ago, I put this slide up. Right here? Yep, okay. that's it. Okay. Read that, uh, Rob. I said negative oil. Yep. Nine weeks later, we had motherfucking negative <laughs> oil. Okay? I said we're going to have a, a stock market crash. One week later, we had a stock market crash, a financial tsunami. I said... High, we're going to have higher interest rates because we have the lowest interest rates in 5,000 fucking years. They can't get any lower. They were giving money away, okay? And I said Bitcoin is going in the shitter. Now, Bitcoin is making a uh, kind of a temporary comeback now. God bless you. Uh, and the, uh, this is a list of uh, some of the people that I've produced. Uh, yeah, I want to talk about that at now, what, what, what's some point. Behind it? What's behind door four? Commercial real estate collapse. Uh, oh. Uh. Ooh. All right. Now, if you knew, sounds about right. There's a reason why I get invited to the Pentagon. Okay. If you knew that there were 45 buildings equivalent to the Empire State Building empty in Manhattan, 45. You know how many millions of feet that is. A lot of millions of feet. Correct. A lot of money. Okay. Because now we don't have the Middle Eastern money propping up the property market. This market, oh. when I, we drove down from my hotel here, mm-hmm. and uh, by the way, the houses that uh, the, uh, allegedly, I wasn't, she was there, allegedly looked at were between, uh, the cheapest one was $22 million, the most expensive one was $50 million. They're fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah. You know, but three years ago, it would have been half that. Three quarters of those are propped up by Middle Eastern money. Unbelievable. Really? That's what it is. It's propped up. And how does that work? Well, Explain so that people listen. They how have does an it... endless amount of money. The, the cost, for, for example, in the North Sea, there's 5,100 wells. Uh, up until about a year ago, only about 100 of the 5,100 were operating because it costs, roughly speaking, 50 pounds or 60 to $65 to get it from under the water to the surface. Not a way to a refinery, not my, just to the surface, 65 bucks. Just to get it up. Oh, just to get it up. In Saudi Arabia, it costs about $2.40. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. In Texas, 
and these are old numbers, five or ten years old. In Texas, it costs 20, 18 to 25 bucks. So now the oil guys are, you know, uh, flush. Wow. Uh, and wait, you said that the houses you were looking at were $22 million, 22 to 48 And, Tommy, if you remember, they just tried to say that Mar-a-Lago's not worth... What oh, they said Mar-a-Lago's worth $18 million. $18 million. That's a bitch. <laughs> Are you buying Mar-a-Lago? <laughs> but we drove by Mar-a-Lago, and the driver, you know... Only uh, Does it look any bigger than the houses maybe that were 18 uh, or 20? Ten times bigger. <laughs> yeah. Just the curious. Yes. Just, and my driver, who's a Cuban, uh, who, who, uh, as soon as he hears my name, Pena, he, he thinks I can speak fluent Spanish, and I can't. Uh, but he's telling me in Spanish, I said, I know, I know, I should have never said, I know Mr. Trump. I mean, I thought I thought we were going to swerve off the fucking road and go into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said, yeah, I knew him a long time ago. I haven't spoken to him in many years. But I mean, I you know, the... Uh, but I, I mean, Mar-a-Lago looks at least ten times bigger. At least, right? But can you believe that? Were they saying what eighteen million? They're, yeah. It's and one of the the, the 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 Cuban gangsters that I had dinner with last night is two doors down from Trump. <laughs> okay. And the uh, the and he's got the deal. His grandfather came over on a shark and the same bullshit all Cubans say here. Which I like the story, actually. I, I probably would elaborate even more if I was Cuban and, and had a similar story. <laughs> I'd love to be able to fly to hear that one. Yeah. Keep this up. Yep. Uh, Rob and I were talking. You know, they, they hit Trump with the four counts, trying to mess with his money in New York. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're kind of running out of options. I, I don't see him with a ton of security. I'm surprised they haven't shot one at him. I mean, you're going at this man with everything. Every fucking thing he's you can. Every time. And he's just fucking hammering it back. You hit him with four indictments or three indictments in the state one, he goes up. Well, he is a manifestation of how unhappy American public is. Yeah. Or are. Yeah. Um, you, you wouldn't, I mean, they're the underbelly of uh, America are uh, Joe and Jane Doe uh, work one and a half jobs, have 2.4 dogs, had three, 3.1 kids. Uh, and and the cost of living has gone through the fucking roof. Right. Okay? Uh, the people who live in these houses I just passed getting here, they didn't know we had the last depression in 29, <laughs> right. let alone, I mean. It, they have no idea. Not just because a great majority of the big houses are owned by uh, the Middle Easterners. I mean, a penthouse just went for $108 million in New York City. Okay. Sure. Uh, and the um, And they say his penthouse is not worth, I forget what it was not worth, um, but it's worth whatever the Middle Eastern guys are willing to pay. Right. And they're willing to pay. But na now there's the super tax on uh, New York real estate. That cut sales dramatically. Um, and it, plus now uh, the, um, uh, the, they are developing Doha, uh, uh, you know, uh, all the big uh, cities in, in the Middle East because they realize they have to do something with their money when the oil runs out. Well, I... I believe we're going to have electric cars when King Saud says so. Not one fucking microsecond before. Mm. And if the world really knew what the reserves of the Middle East were, oil would be $5 a barrel. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It costs $2 to pull the fucking shit up. Yep. Right. Now, supposedly they have a couple hundred... Uh, 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 no, they got two or three billion barrels. Now, my information's old. I've been in the industry a long, long time. Uh, but 
in my judgment, they have hundreds of billions of barrels. Right. right, so they probably have trillions in reality, yeah. because I highly doubt it went down. No, but are are you but now? They have secondary and tertiary recovery methods they didn't have when I was in the business. But remember, uh, my one of my board members at Great Western in the old days, Bob Dyke, he founded the North Sea. He founded the North oh, Sea in nineteen seventy eight, seventy nine. Uh, they used to call him Dry Hole Dyke before because <laughs> he drilled eighty eight dry holes. Before he found the North Sea, and he told me back in the uh, in the eighties, uh, God rest his soul, he's gone now. He said uh, they're going to come up with secondary and tertiary oil recovery methods that I don't even understand today, uh, and it, the, the uh, North because the North Sea should have been gone by now. Right. The Gulf of Mexico should have been gone by now. If you listen to all the fucking uh, pencil pushers, and he said it's going to be twenty to forty years enhanced. Well, we're right about where uh, 10, 15 years ago, the North Sea should have evaporated by then. And now they're talking about 20 to 40 years. The same with the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, and, of course, it's at great cost. I mean, to, to drill a hole now is 20 to $30 million in the North Sea. 20 to $30 million. Now, if you could explain it, because you'll be able to explain it well, where people will listen. When Trump was in... Mm -hmm. He cut off Iran from producing, mm -hmm. or it was down to practically nothing. Mm -hmm. Then Biden comes in. Look, that yeah, we can keep track of. Yeah. Okay, okay. Now we can keep track better when they cheat because of drones and stuff like that, okay? And the satellites. Nobody, well, the best, I'm told, the best uh, satellite system in, on the planet, Elon owns. Right. Not the U.S. government. <laughs> okay. Not the, not the British government. And not the fucking Ruskies. Okay. <laughs> Elon. <laughs> Elon does the star satellite, whatever it's called. Uh, the uh, because they, they they can literally, I mean, the facial recognition from 250 miles up, they can tell you if you had a twin brother, they could tell the difference. Nuts! It's unbelievable. Absolutely. So you you started to say Trump did what, and then Biden did what? Yeah. So Trump had put in uh, the sanctions where uh, Iran couldn't make all the oil and burn the fossil fuels, so we kind of bankrupt them in a sense. Then Biden came in and scratched that Correct. and allowed them plus to go seven billion dollars plus right, the seven yeah. billion. So now they got three four hundred billion in oil or cash that they're using to go after us. Is that what well, happened? No, well, well, Iran is now either directly or indirectly behind Hezbollah, uh, the uh, the Gaza fights uh, fighting with Israel. They uh, Yemen, all these guys. We had um, not uh, not November, but in October, I believe. We had 60 incursions from Yemen firing rockets at, U at U.S. installations. 60. Did nothing. Uh, did you hear it on the news? No. No. Wow. 60. I mean, the uh, I won't say Trump would have been at war by now, but I mean, he would have. Well, it wouldn't have happened because he would, well, right yeah, away because, he would have made a statement. They, they, and he's not crazy enough to push the button for no fucking reason, like everybody says he is, you know. Uh, but, and, and, and I, I, know, I knew Donald in another lifetime. Donald has a proclivity for his alligator mouth overloading his hummingbird ass. Mm -hmm. But I suffer from that, too. So, I mean, you know, so uh, if it's not my foot in my mouth, you know, I find somebody else's foot to put in my mouth. Because um, we both have a, a tendency to exaggerate. Exaggerate. Do you see him beating all four of these cases? The Georgia one concerns me. Um, I don't know, but I, I do know that... Um, he could still be elected president and be in prison. Yeah. First thing he's going to do is pardon himself amongst all these other guys. But he can't pardon himself in Georgia because it's state. Yeah, well, I mean that... Uh, he, but, but he's it, cool with that one governor. Yeah, the, the, the appellate process, yeah. uh, he could string it out forever. Now, That's why he's pushing all this shit. 
mm-hmm. uh, on because he, he doesn't want to dodge a bullet completely. He only wants to dodge a bullet now so he can, uh, he can do some crazy shit. Now, if Michelle Obama pops up, which I, I just have a you feeling she's going to pop up. I still think she is. Yeah. If she would happen to pop up. I, I, I don't know. You don't but speaking that. of Obama, uh, the, uh, it's like a, uh, a quirk of fate that is uh, world-class swimming chef drowns himself. Yes. Yeah, what the fuck? Yes. A week before his book's coming out. A week before. Right across the street. Right. Right there. And it was one day, one hour. Yeah. And that's all we heard. Right, and the Secret Service, hmm. they don't know from nothing. This no investigation. It's like when Epstein got hung himself yeah. or whatever that shit. Uh, they don't know from nothing. Yeah. As if in uh, MCC, which if people don't know, it's a federal hold, which means you go there and then you get transported. That Those fucking cameras never go off. Mm-hmm. Nothing ever. I mean, that's just a crack of shit. And then they never investigate anything with Obama. Who? Who knows? And him and his wife were fighting. I don't know. But you do think Trump will prevail. Yeah. And when? See, to me, it's all who can cheat better. It's just who, they're both going to cheat. Who can cheat better? I don't know how you stop them. Well, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm only worried about tomorrow. Yeah. And, <laughs> right, right. You know, uh, the, um, uh, and, uh, and so I, I don't really give a shit. You know, if my kids or my grandkids or a product of my loins can't figure this shit out, fuck them. I mean, that's, I just, that's it. I'm, I'm not here to protect, well, my two grandkids I've set aside for, okay? Uh, and if I have any more grandkids, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll take We'll that. handle it. Yeah, uh, but the, as, as far as, you know, uh, you know, we sent the kids to the best schools. Uh, I'm not so sure that was such a smart idea, but I mean, we sent them to the best schools. Um, and the, the, but today the kids are just lazy cunts. I mean, it just—it's unbelievable. Um, now, I ask, you know, rightfully or wrongfully, it's probably wrong. I ask all the questions you're not supposed to ask people, uh, and I very seldom interview anybody. But when I do get in the interview process, uh, you know, um, now I didn't—I don't ask a woman what, when was your last period, <laughs> but I almost ask, you know, yeah. what's the fuck, you know? Uh, I'm taking time, money. To train you up, blah, 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 and, and you know, teach you uh, if you've got the capabilities like you say you got uh, to be uh, a rich person. I interviewed somebody a year or two ago, and I said, on paper, if you're five percent of this paper, you're a billionaire. Five percent. And the fact that you can no longer ask if a woman has their periods, it's nuts in big business. Well, you, allegedly, you should have never asked that. Oh, you but, should never. You know, but ask that. one of my final questions is, ma'am. Sir, doctor, you know, is there anything that you, I didn't ask because I'm not allowed to ask that would impede you from following in my footsteps and creating wealth? Anything, personal, hygiene-wise. Mm-hmm. And normally then they say, well, I'm this, I'm that. Okay. They go through this. Then, then they yeah. tell you. But you got to ask the right question. But then, it, you know, sometimes they don't tell you. And, and then I say, don't let the door hit you in the flabby ass on the way out. Good. Good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because you're you're building the best and you need to know if somebody's emotional. Do you want them going up and, and running a, a massive well, meeting? Uh, Depending well, on the well, person. I mean, right? um, Donald is emotional himself. But I mean, but uh, the... Uh, Bad example. And he doesn't always listen to his best advice. But he's got so much, uh, so many uh, sycophants around him. And when you're a powerful person, you know, um, uh, you know people... You know, people made a decision 
shortly after World War II, going through the Korean War, it would rather be liked than effective. Mm-hmm. Okay? Most of the people that come to me would rather be liked than effective. And, and that's a motherfucker. But what you've always screamed, and I mean screamed at the top of your lungs, you are who you're around. Yeah. You're the average of the five people. You, yes, you're the average. Most time. Uh, I, I say this. It's funny. A few years ago, Sal and I were in the Orient Express, which is a great experience. People get some money ahead. There's, you should go to see the Silverback Gorillas in Rwanda. You should go to the Orient Express. Uh, and the, uh, we're sitting there, and, uh, we, uh, and the train stand stops in Turin, uh, Italy. And so we got three or four hours to look at the bullshit. And I didn't know that it was a Roman fortress from a long time ago. And so we, we climb up this hill for 40 or 50 minutes, and we're sitting there. And um, Sally says, um, waiting to get served. Sally says, I bet you don't know what we've been doing the last 40 or 50 minutes. Well, look around. No, we've been chilling. And I go, what? Is this chilling? <laughs> so I ran up, and I, I didn't choke, but, you know, I told the, the fucking waiter and the bartender, we want some fucking drinks or I'm going to set this place on fire. You know, and I can clear this fucking place. All I got to do is say some word and people will run and they won't pay your tabs and you won't get a tip. We had no, a drink in about 45 seconds. That's how it works. That's how it works. Pull up uh, Dan Sutt again. I love the predictions. I, and I want to pull up uh, the... Commercial real estate. Commercial Let me get back estate. to commercial yeah, real estate. So- commercial real estate falls first. Did you read two weeks ago? I know you didn't, but did, uh, not because you're illiterate or anything. Well, you might be illiterate, but I mean, did you read <laughs> that uh, Trump stopped, not Trump, excuse me, uh, Elon the Musk stopped paying commercial uh, rental payments no. in October of last year? No. Mm. He's $1.7 billion in arrears. <laughs> Has anybody published one fucking word of that? No. no. Absolutely not. Because it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Right. Okay? First commercial real estate, then your little chicken shit house or the little chicken shit uh, mobile home you live in. But it's commercial real estate first, the collapse. Do you know that in the last four years, Manhattan, only one quarter of the quarters you divide four years, well, that's 12 times four, 48 quarters, did... Commercial real estate in Manhattan not go down in value. Hmm. When you when you look at New York though, right? When you look at these That's big, scary. that's real scary. When you look at these big cities, like to me, it feels like they're doing stuff on purpose, right? You've got people going into stores, breaking in, oh, coming out with bags. I can't believe that. No, they're they're not. They can't put them in jail because it's not a thousand dollars worth. So they got thirty people in there. And why would you want to have a business in a city like you wouldn't. that? You wouldn't. You'd want. You can to get take out. a shit in, in Los Angeles on the street and not get arrested. Right. So, is it is it being done purposely? The destruction of big cities, and if so, why? Why no, are they it's doing not be, it? No, it, 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 they're they're uh, the theory. It's like uh, Descartes. Uh, you know, I think therefore I am. They want to start with a clean or tabula rosa. They want to start with a clean slate. So the only way they can get a clean slate is pull it back. They think the, the liberals think that we went too far to the right. So now they've been the last 15, 20 years, they're pulling it back to the left. What they don't realize is that it's going to be so unfathomable for people to live. Uh, and uh, I, I still know guys that live in Beverly Hills, and not in $40 million houses, but in 15, $20 million houses, that you can't walk. Uh, they had a deal three, four nights ago on uh, Rodeo Drive in Beverly Hills where they showed... Um, uh, people they're sitting out on a cafe drinking a coffee, and uh, guys come and taking the Rolex watches off them. 
On Rodeo Drive? On Rodeo. And, and wow. one of the guys was sitting there with his bodyguard. And the bodyguard, anyway, he shouldn't have been sitting there with his thumb up his ass. But anyway, and the bodyguard um, shot one of the uh, looters. And then he took a couple bullets for it, but he shot a looter in the leg. Oh. And, uh, and uh, of course, and then Beverly Hills cops used to be some of the toughest cops on the planet. They would knock your fucking teeth out to stop you for a broken headlight. Oh, and now they don't show up. Well, no. Wow. I haven't been to L.A. since 2013, and I can't even imagine that. When we would go to Rodeo, I mean, and the other, the, the street that's two streets down from it, the same type of thing. But, but it's amazing when you look hell. at these big cities. You look at Philadelphia, you look at They're New York, you look at Chicago, you go look at Los Angeles, and you see the videos. There was a woman walking in Chicago Guys pulled up in a car, pulled out a machine gun, <laughs> stole everything this poor lady had. Nothing happens. The cops get punished for for trying to arrest people. They get vi uh, victimized because they're they're arresting people. It's just sad to see the destruction of some beautiful cities too. But I mean, and, uh, uh, Gallup. This is before the pandemic in 2019. Uh, 87 percent of the people were unhappy on the planet. But a, a more important figure in my judgment. 84% of the people would ra rather take a picture with their iPhone of a woman getting raped and help her. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. And that's sick. That's sick. That's and, too bad. And, I mean, and rotten. I, I mean, it, it's just... It, what it's, happened... And it's all money. Putin had one Russian that uh, got uh, uh, kidnapped in Gaza. He made one phone call on a Friday afternoon. Mm -hmm. I like Putin. Saturday afternoon, the fucker was freed. I bet he fucking was. Okay, because, you know... Putin doesn't fuck he, around. He says, I'm not from the West. Yeah. And he says, well, no, he didn't say it, but one of his... People said uh, it. I mean... I couldn't he, believe when they were trying to call him weak. Yeah. Like, what do you think? He's going to send in his best army for some shit Ukraine who's, who violates NATO? Like, Putin's going to send in his top guys, but that's the propaganda that they want to free to, uh, feed us. Anyway, so this lucky yeah. Russian got out... And uh, they make the, uh, the Gaza guys, uh, uh, Palestinian, whoever, uh, made some excuse why uh, he got special treatment. I know why he got special treatment. And, the, of course, now the, the story, which isn't true, uh, he's a cousin or he's this and that. But he just happens to be a Ruski. And, you know, it's like when they have kidnappings or in Russia. Everybody gets killed. The, the, the equivalent of the uh, Navy SEALs kills everybody. Because my dad, when he taught at Langley, the CIA, he taught a class, uh, when to shoot, uh, and he says, uh, you know how when you hear in movies, it's a righteous shoot. A righteous, well, my dad says, when there's no witnesses, it's always a righteous shoot. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, put, in, uh, put in your name, Rob, just to show everybody the snowflake test, because this is so cool, but we, we never pulled it up. You know, you weren't in here, and it's, it's really, really cool. 98% of the people, almost 99% of the people flunked this test. It was at 96 for about 10 years. But one of the questions is, uh, uh, somebody spits in your mother's face and has three choices, okay? And one of the choices is I'd ask him, uh, you know, uh, what kind of day he's having, uh, having a bad day or some shit, and uh, instead of beating him to death with a brick. But now it's 99% um, fail. Somebody, you know, uh, we're going to change it next year. They rape your three-year-old daughter. They split her open from the little vagina up to her mouth. What do you do? That's the new test is coming out. Kill him. No, that's not. No, I wish. 
<laughs> but that's not what they're going to say. What the authorities handle it? Correct. Are you kidding? Really? The, well, the worst case of a mentee, the, the you know saddest, his nine-year-old daughter. He was doing well, and his nine-year-old daughter got knocked up. You know, I didn't know you could get knocked up, but I guess I, I didn't know. And uh, how a guy would allow a nine-year-old girl to go on to Italy uh, unchaperoned uh, with a bunch of little junior high school kids or grammar school kids. Uh, with the chaperone was seventeen-year-old boy. Jesus. Now I would have. <laughs> eradicated his DNA from the planet. Yeah. They went, I mean, I'd go back, if there were grandparents, I'd take everybody from grandparents down. Yeah. You'd Fish. Have, you'd have a collection. I mean. Yeah. How do, how, <laughs> you'd have a nice little collection up there. How, how do we just keep letting this happen? Like, it's sad to me. I mean, we're talking about here and we're seeing a thing like, how has it gotten this bad? I mean, it's it's sad to think about. Because like, people th think somebody else will do it. You know, it's it's like 84% uh, of the planet uh, would rather uh, take a picture. Uh, just six months ago, a lady got raped on the, some subway going to New Jersey or something. The train was full of people. Yeah, and then the airport, that uh, African-American woman, she got beat to the to brains and everybody's just taking films. I mean, a, a woman in the airport got beat to, I mean, with her kid got beat, but like to and, a pulp and everybody... So they can get likes and followers and whatever it may be. Well, you just had, I just saw that there was, uh, I can't remember what college it was, but a man wants to box in, as a woman. Oh, God, here we go with that. And they're, <laughs> they're protesting that it's not fair. He should be allowed to box against women. Yeah. What right-minded person thinks that is okay. Women fought long and hard for their own rights, and now you're going to let a man that says he's a woman. We have a different build than a woman, no matter what you want to think. How do we keep... Like, does this... Does this happen everywhere, or is it just in the United States? No, no. Well, in Russia, it doesn't happen. Well, right. <laughs> and, and, you know, you know, people... And I'm not saying this, but, I mean, the president of Ukraine was a terrorist 10 years ago, and a lot of the things Putin says about him are absolutely true. I want to know how he got 500 million euros in the bank. Me too. <laughs> and, a, and a lot of billions that went missing and went over there and why we keep feeding a war that we just shouldn't be in. But that's just, yeah, yeah, but, you could I mean, go down that rabbit hole forever. You know, it's, it's the end of a cycle. I mean, uh, the, uh, the Romans had their days. All these, yeah. well, we had our day. We shot our wand. And, you know, Evolution. You know, from uh, the Wright brothers to um, the guy stepping on the moon, the first guy, it was only 78 years or something like that, okay? And so now if you extrapolate, uh, you were going to be in Mars sooner than we th the, the people are talking about. Whether we're going to be able to colonize it, I don't know. Uh, but uh, Elon Musk, uh, uh, everybody in aerospace knew that you could use the rockets more than once. Elon Musk is the first guy to do it, and that's why aerospace hate him. Okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, Elon Musk knew that one of the hot buttons was uh, uh, petroleum cars as opposed to electric cars. Okay, there, and there's all kinds of studies uh, done by United Nations, by this, this bank and that bank, that uh, we will never be able to have enough plugs for electric cars in the United States of America. Never! Okay? Uh, there was a 3,700-page uh, report done in December 2021 yeah, by right. NATO, and that 3,700-page uh, report said, we're through as a human race. We're through! Am I the only fucker that read it? No, I read and and with the the car thing, there's not there's not enough lithium Correct. to make it. Right at this point in life, if nobody else was ever born, there's not enough lithium to make thirty yeah. percent 
of what they would need. Right. I think it was like 31, 32%. But it is just wild. And I saw that, you know, you're cutting down on, on the sessions, but you, you're going to get into UK uh, politics. Yes, I am. What are you uh, fucking uh, nuts? Between now <laughs> and my 80th birthday, I'm going to do less seminars. Uh, but my 80th year, I turned 80 in uh, August of 2025. 2025. That full year from August of 2025 through July of 2026, I'm still going to speak. Uh, but I'm, uh, the election should be either the last part of this year, uh, excuse me, next year, or the first part of uh, 2025. And I'm running for a seat in um, Angus, Scotland. Uh, and I'm running not for the Scottish Parliament, but the, the British Parliament in Westminster. Uh, I plan on winning and going uh, to Parliament and spend my 80s. Um, as long as you're not a minister, you can have a second job. So I will s still speak a little and maybe give one or two seminars a year. But I'll be able to do that legally. Uh, and uh, be in Parliament. The, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, so far, uh, the, the campaign numbers say, unbelievably, that I have a 90% approval rating. Uh, awesome. Because the Brits are pissed off too. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go down there and uh, and um, and do it a lot as an independent. I'm accepting no money from anybody. I'm not interested in anybody's money. I've had several really terrific offers to help me, but. I can do this on my own. I'm excited. I got my own you. checkbook for this. Yeah, and uh, the uh, it's and it's interesting, but politics they've got a uh, uh, not Elton John, but Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart goes to a bar that Sally and I go to, and uh, a few years ago he there was a pothole in his neighborhood about as, half as big as this desk. He finally he, he went to the council. Oh, the right thing to do, and they didn't fix it. So then he went out there on a Sunday morning. And just like Schwarzenegger did recently, and yeah. filled the fucking thing of himself. <laughs> he gets yeah. in trouble. He gets arrested for it. You know, oh it's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, but but that's how it goes. And, and and when you get into this, what type of battle are you up against? Like here, you know, we see in the U.S., you got to be everywhere. You're here. You're there. You're here. You're there. And and in in our races, you got every Tom, Dick, and Harry running well, for Republican. Angus Scotland has only got sixty seven thousand people to live there. Oh, okay. And uh, seventeen to twenty thousand votes should I should win. Uh, there's five or six. There's a Green Party, this party, that party. But fortunately for me, the SNP, the Scottish National Party, has imploded. They've caught everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people have been stealing, they've been doing this. The first minister, Nicola Sturgeon, resigned. Mm -hmm. I challenged the two incumbents to a debate. I challenged them two and one on a debate. I challenged the former first minister and the two incumbents to a three-on-one debate. N nobody uh, takes up my, uh, my challenge. Um, in fact, speaking of challenges, when uh, Zuckerberg and Elon said they were going to fight, uh, this, this is maybe six months old, I said, I'll fight the winner. I'll fight them both at the same time. <laughs> and they know you would. Yeah, I mean, nobody, you know, nobody. So when we take a look at the United States and how it is now, and then Scotland and you running, can you compare the two? So if I would move there now and I'm under your, you know, you win. Well, I mean, the, 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 my, my uh, platform, as it says, is uh, uh, we got to take care of our aged. And now we have people in Scotland. In Angus County, the very county I live in, they'd have to decide whether to heat or eat. Really? Heating uh, and energy bills have gone up three, four, five hundred percent. Wow. Okay. Number two, we got to take care of our vets. So I'm selfish about that because I'm a vet. Number <laughs> three, we have to come up with a migrant migrant uh, program that works. Not these uh, eight hundred guys in a boat for five that drowned. You know, we, uh, and and I've been making poking fun at the Rwanda program because Sally and I've been there. Not every single person is a thief. 
but almost every single person's a thief. Yeah. And, and, and yet, and yet uh, uh, we gave, uh, wait, the British government gave, I think, around the government about $200, $250 million. I'd like them to account for where that money went. Right. Because Sally and I have been there. We start, we, you know, we were we formed uh, anyway. We formed a, a foundation there, and it, we've now uh, withdrawn from it because the person that was in charge, the you, was honest, and she was a young college graduate. But I mean, the people just come and they take the money away from you, you know. Okay, the next part of my platform is uh, that uh, I'm not I'm not uh, trying to vote for independence for Scotland. Uh, Scotland is not capable of running itself. This is before the SNP imploded. And the last thing is, the, um, I, I, I don't believe the, uh, the 16-year-old should have the right to vote because you don't know shit. You can barely jerk off and, you know, and chew gum when you're 16. Um, but they allowed 16-year-olds to vote in 1997 because they thought that this, the young vote would carry them off into independence. Uh, uh, but it's, it now this, this episode is brought to you by Fiji. More than just water. This is not just rock. It's ancient volcanic rock that filters tropical rain, giving it double the electrolytes and its signature soft, smooth taste. It's not just water, it's Fiji water. This podcast is brought to you by Monster Energy. Tear into a can of the meanest energy drink on the planet, Monster Energy. It's the ideal combo of the right ingredients in the right proportion to deliver a big bad buzz that only Monster can. Monster packs a powerful punch, has a smooth, easy drinking flavor. Athletes, musicians, co-eds, road warriors, metalheads, geeks, hipsters, and bikers dig it. You will too. Monster Energy is more than just the green OG. Monster has Monster Ultra, Juice Monster, Monster Hydro, Rehab Monster, Dragon Tea, Monster Max, Muscle Monster, and many more. Buy on Amazon, buy on Walmart, or go to MonsterEnergy.com and believe me, you'll find a place. Unleash the Beast, Monster Energy. Scotland have this whole gender issue. What fucking bathroom? You you do? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Christ! Yeah, yeah. Oh, but boy. I mean, it's much less. It's, it's not as bad less. as here. Yeah, yeah. It's much less. So when when you compare the two, they're they're pretty similar yeah, to yeah. here. Just and Trump's smaller. mother comes from about a hundred miles from where I live. Oh. Trump's mom. Uh, Trump is not the flavor of the day. <laughs> uh, uh, but um, the um, he. But there and perhaps. Uh, I'm on this. I've caught the wave, the Trump wave, because there is a disgruntled uh, portion of Scotland uh, um, that has really been exacerbated now with the SNP, the Scottish National Party, for 16 years. They've continued to fuck things up. Uh, I'm having a town meeting on January the 26th or 27th at the, my home, the castle. Uh, we expect, you know, two, three hundred people. Uh, we expect BBC and, and Scottish TV, et cetera, to be there. Well, as long as BBC's there, you know it will be on. Yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah, can yeah. pull any move yeah, that yeah, they yeah, want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rip them. Um, and I've got, you know, they, they can't, well, they can't do anything to me. I'm not using anybody's money. I'm not making any deals, backroom deals or you anything don't like that. don't owe anyone. Um, but the uh, Scottish politics is in shambles. It's like um, Venezuela or, you know. Someplace like that. It's in shambles. Now, after, now, I announced, I'm putting my hat in the ring on October 12, 2021, when I got my UK passport. Took me 26 years to get a UK passport. That, I could write a motherfucking book about that, yeah, but that sure? aside, <laughs> I finally got a UK passport, uh, and uh, within months, the SNP 
implodes. Now, you know, uh, I had nothing to do with the implosion. I don't know. You come uh, there with quite a bit yeah, of, uh, yeah, yeah. I kind of think you up the value maybe. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. Um, you know, and uh, I'm looking forward to, I, I, I'm almost guaranteed nobody's going to debate me. Now, can we see here in the U.S. on BBC? Can we see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. So cool. Okay, all right, what, great. What 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 do the people that you come in contact with in in Scotland and over there think about the leader of this country right now? When they see him stumbling, when they see the, the him? biggest worry I think around the world is that he's old, and um, whether he's got early onset dementia or not, I don't know. Uh, but he doesn't answer questions properly. But even Trump misses a name or, or two. But, I mean, he's made, he's made a practice of it. One of the worst things that I think, I don't think I know that Biden did, is announce, uh, because when he turned 80, you know, I, I take a two-hour nap every day. Oh, fuck, you can't say that. Fuck. That's weak. I would, weakness. Why, do, why would you say that? Weakness. Especially when uh, Mr. Trump runs around with energy, like an energized bunny. Like a yeah? chicken with his head cut off. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, and the, uh, so... But are they laughing at us? Well, oh, yeah, well, I mean, um, this thing that you couldn't get rid of Congressman Santos, and now he's gone. And there's certain <laughs> things that have happened here uh, that they don't understand. I, I, I've jokingly said that I'm going to bring back dueling, <laughs> uh, 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 which, you know, hey. uh, which, uh, at dawn at the Oaks, pistols or swords, asshole. <laughs> I mean, and the, uh, uh, but I remember Madison that shot. Uh, our Madison that shot, well, I forget who he killed in a duel. Uh, it settles problems re really quickly. Right. I mean, you know. Kind of fixes things yeah, up you, and uh, you sends you a message. so much, okay. As the sun rises at the Oaks, you know. That, uh -huh. ju that just happened. There was a senator that challenged one of the guys that were there, and he, says, he said, stand up. And he said, you stand up. And then Bernie Sanders was like, stop, stop. Oh, yeah, stop. they were going to fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We every time somebody comes in, if they won't open the bottle of water, we know that they tried to kill him. They tried to kill the QR code, the guy who invented the QR code, Dr. Epstein. I mean, the list goes on. It's just anyone who testifies to the Senate. Well, I hear the Epstein Black Book is going to be released next year. Oh, I mean, Dr. Rob, Robert Epstein. Oh, okay, uh, he no. was in last week, big time behavioral psych. He he opened up the uh, all the info with the red wave and how Google was you know pushing everything and now he sees what google is doing with the kids it's real sick shit it's a sick sick thing what they're doing with with youtube like there'll be a puff of smoke and then it'll be a dick going up like a dinosaur's ass and then the, they're all the recommendations on the right have that puff and then the kid is chasing that and then you wonder why the kid's yelling and scared of monsters it's just a real two or three years ago a supercomputer was playing um Whoever the chess master was at you know at the time, and the um, and uh, chess master won the chess game, and so uh, not Musk but a Musk kind of guy, genius guy, is talking to the computer, and uh, the last words out of the computer's mouth, and I've said this a bunch of times, don't trust us. <laughs> there wasn't anybody in the mic telling him, the computer tells, don't trust us. Jeez. A lot of movies out about computers. You know, where the smoke is fire. I mean, and uh, the in contrary, you know, some of the people that make these robots are trying to convince the morons on the planet that the computers or robots are going to create more jobs. Is that a fact? Right. Well, explain it to me. How, how that's going to happen. I think you have a couple guys with a lot of money that want to be God, and they're creating 
machines that I don't think they understand that are going to have a conscience and they're going to realize that they're robots. And should we make it to that time, which I personally don't think we will, but if we did, they're going to fucking kill us because what are, what are we worth? We shit all over the place. We're dirty. We're filthy. We're not accurate. They're accurate. I mean, to me, that's inevitable. Uh, I had seen a lot of posts that you had made, and we had uh, a bunch of guys in one, uh, Ralph Lewis, who owns Okeechobee Steakhouse. I don't know if you've ever been there. But very, very, but I've heard of it. Yeah, very busy. And he had opened up uh, Okeechobee Seafood in Florida. He had to, now he, every celebrity's been in there, lots have. So he had to close the fish place because he couldn't get real fish. Okay. Now he's got lines out the door because when he would go in Florida to get fish, it was from China. Because what was it? They bought Smith Brothers, everybody. And I saw how you had, you know, you've been posting about this for fucking years, like everything else. And they're they're buying up everything. Uh, could you elaborate a little bit on that? And I saw that they bought 393 acres of land, which would be four times the size of New York City. Oh, all over here. That China owns right now that we can calculate. Right. Well, I mean, the uh, I I was privileged at the time uh, to do work for the uh, Chinese Sovereign Fund back in 2008. Nine. I was I was asked to go and give them my opinion. They didn't, they didn't like. When I said, I said, you call me 15 years too late. Uh, but the, uh, uh, the, uh, what, what they're doing is um, they're trying to, uh, in the beginning, they try to make up for brands with money. Okay. There are, I don't know, 15 to 20,000 cities in China uh, that were built for 5 million people. They got four people living in them. You know, uh, they're, they're just people that are, take care of buildings, et cetera. They're all empty, all the fucking uh, And because they control uh, state media, uh, you don't hear about it, just as you don't hear about the commercial real estate going in the toilet uh, in Manhattan. You just don't hear about it. And the um, uh, uh, if we showed a map of Florida, just the Florida, pull up a map of Florida. When when, when, when uh, we have a, a ten feet of water, you're on the second floor. There is no first floor. Right. Okay. All those big forty million, twenty million dollar houses that uh, I drove by. Or adios. Gone. They're gone. Uh, the um, Manhattan, I mean, it's all gone. And that's why I know they're going to come up with a scientific uh, cure uh, for uh, 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 global warming, uh, which isn't global warming. It's just, you know, climate change. Um, but they don't want to hear that. Um, uh, even scientists don't want to hear that. But when you actually talk to, you know, 99% of the people that talk about stuff like that have never been there. Sally and I can talk with our hand on our heart. We've been to Rwanda, not once, but twice. Uh, we've been to the North and the South Pole. We've seen it with our own eyeballs, you know. Uh, and these people just are flapping their lips about shit they don't know. Like if Dick Cheney was real, is that the guy who was yesterday? I, I get him confused. Whoever the weirdo is, Dick Cheney, all them that are in that, if this Dick is real. Dick Cheney's dead. Yeah. His uh, daughter. Cheney, who was the guy yesterday was all over the place? Santos. No. I don't know. I'm having a, a brain dead. But the people that are pushing the, the global warming, why wouldn't they go out there and have proof like you do? Yeah, just money. So here's Florida. Okay, now, now you see all the light colored on the right, on the on the coastline, yep. from the tip, from the keys down? Yep. Uh, just coincidentally, all that light green is gone. Right, <laughs> right, gone. And, and, and then uh, up the left, uh, up the west coast of Florida, it's all gone. Yeah. So basically we're going to have a Florida, it's going to be like an island. Right. 
uh, the uh, it just Oak and Shelby will have uh, uh, water water. Uh, yeah, it just <laughs> and, and for the places like Amsterdam that are underwater anyway, they're they're eight to uh, ten feet uh, below sea level. Uh, they're just gone. But it's not going to happen. And with the food in China, is that to, to put stuff in it to get rid of us? Is that is no? That well, I mean, I mean I'm, I'm sure some of that happens, but the, the Chinese uh, have you know, and again, full disclosure, and I and I did work for them back in the 2008-9, um, the Sovereign Fund. They, um, uh, for example, in 1993, uh, the first Sovereign Fund dollar or yen w- was deposited. Okay. In Hunan Province, which Hunan Province is the homeland of Mao Zedong, I didn't know that then. I, of course, I know it now. And um, the when I went there, and I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not telling tales because my non-disclosure and all uh, uh, since long expired. They made sixteen thousand investments. Hmm. Sixteen thousand. Um, three exits. So fifteen thousand nine hundred and ninety-seven. Investments not exited, three exits. The rate of return on the three uh, exits is zero, zero, and zero. Hmm. Uh, they don't fire anybody. With these eyes, I saw a million engineers, Sally and I, when they were showing us building after building after building after building, and then 800 more buildings, all full of fucking engineers. PhDs. PhDs, engineers galore. And uh, they wanted me to open an office there. I ultimately opened an office in Shanghai. But um, the, uh, they just, there's no accountability. You know, when I, when I uh, did work for the uh, Norwegian uh, Sovereign Fund, which is the largest sovereign fund in the world, they interviewed interviewed all kinds of really important, distinguished people for 20 minutes, two hours, three hours. They spent two and a half days with me. At the castle, two and a half motherfucking. It's online. This is my my, my interview. Oh, not, not all my, the parts they, they kept of the interview, uh, and I told them the opposite of what everybody else told them to do. The dead fucking opposite. Uh, and the uh, and now they're about a, a trillion three uh, in value. Uh, and <laughs> but nobody wants you know nobody wants to hear the truth. It's, you know if you're married, you got a girlfriend, or uh, does does this dress make me look fat? Now, I don't know many guys that are honest. Yeah, you know, I can see your lard uh, ass uh, and your celluloid. You look like a fucking uh, Volkswagen. Nobody, I don't know a guy. No. No. Because white guy wants to go home and deal with that. Okay, yeah. yeah. Right? So, uh, you know, Let's just be honest. Uh, happy wife, happy life. And so, but you know that that dress, yeah, last awful. night was, when I was telling Sally, <laughs> Sally was the best in shape gal that was there. And Sally was a lot older than most of the gals. And so uh, I said, uh, and I, I was calling her fat. She got up to go take a pee. I said, uh, you better walk sideways, Sally. You look fat. Now, the girls that were around the table went, like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, then, and then they said, she's so thin. She should gain weight. And I said, yeah. Well, how do you, th- how do you think I help her keep thin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. by one, calling her fat. She's not fat. Right. In fact, she weighs two pounds difference than when we first met in the uh, 90s. She just wow. told me that uh, yesterday morning at breakfast. Two pounds it's, different. It's, but it's, uh, you don't, you may have or may not have seen the Netflix deal called The Crown about the Queen and yeah. Princess Di. Well, anyway, uh, they, they, when uh, uh, the Queen was about 70, 
she was uh, seven pounds heavier than she, when she was 60. And she eats the exact same thing every fucking day. So the doctor's telling her, well, you know, ma'am, that um, women gain about a half a stone, which is seven pounds, for every 10 years uh, once they pass 50. Well, she says, well, I've got to, whatever that, and she tells her assistant, whatever that is in calories, cut it. Because I'm not going to be 80 and be seven pounds heavier again. That's uh, right. But um, the, uh, I mean, we just, we just don't care. This is, I may have told you this before. About 1950-something or other, um, they had the first uh, 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 Kotex commercial on TV. I'm sitting in, I'm 14 years old or 12 huh. or whatever, and my dad's watching the TV, and I'm sitting where, and we're having a TV dinner in front of the TV. I know, remember the TV uh, dinners yeah. with, with the folding uh, yeah, tables, exactly. the okay. TV tables. And my, and my dad didn't like that, but we're having TV, and we're watching the news. And so he turns to me and says, this is the beginning of the end of mankind as we know it. You mark my words. I hope I don't live long enough. What was on the news? Because Kotex, first Kotex commercial. Fuck. Mm. Oh, first Kotex that was commercial. the first one. First one. So about five, six years later, I'm in New York, and the first tampon commercial. So I uh, somehow I lucked out and I, I tracked my dad down. Dad, dad, you got to put CBS. You got to. Well, are you okay? You're in jail. What's wrong? <laughs> and, no, got, and so uh, he didn't see it that night, but he saw it another night. Tampon. Okay. Uh, now in Europe, I don't know about here, they've got a commercial with a really, really pretty young girl, uh, Irish, sitting on a toilet. Okay. Um, and um, it's a. Um, Special, uh, and then they show her taking a shower with blood coming from her crotch. She's having a period, okay. It's a commercial, a commercial, what the fuck? okay. The blood fuck? Uh, in the shower, uh, and uh, they, they've come up with a new kind of uh product that is better for when women have periods. I, what the my fuck? My dad is rolling in his fucking grave. Oh my he says, God. It's who gives a shit? Jesus Why would you do that? Christ. Wow. It should be illegal. And he was right. He yeah. was right. And he said that. Son of a bitch. Huh? Okay. That's weird. It's just like uh, blood. Now, when your nine-year-old daughter sees that. Right. That's exactly I would snap. I, I would go. I'd put my hand to Yeah, I, would, I, I wouldn't be too happy about it. No, know? well, and the uh, um, my daughter, our daughter, who just turned 37, works for one of those big companies. And uh, she worked in the division uh, for incontinence, am I saying that right? When you oh you incompetent, or, no, no. When you, you when you can't hold your pee or crap, you know. Uh, 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 the comedians say we go from diapers to diapers. Yeah. Okay. I'm touch wood. I, I'm still 20, 30 years away from diapers. But I mean, <laughs> and she says, "Daddy, that's because the only reason they have those commercials is because the public wants it." Yeah, incontinence. Fuck. Yeah, and I said, and I said, Kelly, you're not a mother yet, but what if you had a little girl? Well, I'd have to deal with it. I'd have to deal with it. It's this is the world. It, yeah, going back to a point you made because I want I really like what you said there. You said you called Sally fat, right? And and, and women around her. She's not any but she's, imagination. But she's not. But no. but here here's my thing on that because I've had this. By the way, calling somebody fat is a hate crime in the UK. Is it? Is it a hate, it's a hate crime? You call a bald somebody bald? It's a hate crime. But but that here every time I say anything, they call me a bully. Everything here is you're a bully, you're a bully, you're a bully. I'm like. Uh, like Rob and I would be like, move this cup. Right. Stop being a bully. Calm down. I'm like, F I'll just stay the fuck home. How about that? But, but that's where I get with the, the fat part. I've had this discussion before is if you have a friend who is overweight and you call him fat, 
you're that's bullying here and that's bad and you shouldn't call people fat and you shouldn't do that but at the same time like man i'm looking out for my buddy like you need to you need to get yourself you take care of shape so by calling somebody fat oh it messes with them it does this it should mess with them and it should help them say you know what you're fucking right i'm fat i gotta get myself in shape to better myself but here it's bullying you know the last words out of my mother's mouth before she passed sorry to hear that she, well, no, this is many years ago. She whispers in my ear in Spanish. She says, forgive me for leaving you my fat jeans. <laughs> <laughs> the last fucking words out of her. <sighs> forgive me. It and could, I said, mom. But she only weighed like 110 pounds. But right. in her mind, yeah. she had fat jeans, okay? And I, uh, all my life, I was a pudgy little kid. My grandmother, her mother, uh, uh, said not about fat jeans, but she, my, my grandmother and my mother were illegal aliens. They came across in 1924 from Mexico across the Rio Grande River. Uh, and so uh, my mother didn't get legal eyes until she was about 31 years old. Um, the, um, but my grandmother said, uh, you know, forgive me for leaving your grandfather because when my grandfather apparently took his second and third wife without getting rid of my grandmother, who was his first wife, <laughs> she left. You know, and she said if we had stayed there because he was a rich guy, and he was a rich guy. Uh, the um, that is the only way I would see it happening in the Pena family. Yeah. That is the only way I could see the goodbye. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> but, 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 um, now um, it's uh, there's so many things. Uh, teachers, you know, uh, um, at the various universities are getting thrown out. Some of them, I I, I believe they should be thrown out uh, because they're passing on uh, bullshit. But it's like the, the sex education now in grammar school or whatever it is. Oh, it's just sore. It's, it's, you know, it's, they've got soon enough for them to decide what they're going to be or how they're going to do it, let alone when the kid's in the fifth, or excuse me, second or third grade. I mean, I think that's, I don't think, I know that's too young. What are your thoughts on marriage? Do you think, do you think people should get married? Or, or? Well, I'm old-fashioned. To have kids, I think you should be married. I know that's out of sync. But I I I, um, I believe that it gives some stability. But I know a lot of people don't get married and have kids. You know, you know why um, the um, uh, back in the '80s was the first time. She's my partner. He's my partner. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is the true story. <clears throat> why did they come up with the word partner? Because back in the day, when AIDS first appeared in the early '80s, I had a bunch of my buddies get married. As soon as that, that, that the first or second study. I'm going to have uh, all of a sudden from being a guy that would fuck a snake if he held his head still to now they're monogamous. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. But partner is because when you're, uh, uh, you, you wanted to signify somehow that there was some permanence to that relationship. So these are my partner. I, I know guys and gals today that aren't married and they call them my partner. Okay. Uh, they, uh, now are they a partner now? 10, 20 years ago, I used to tease, is he a partner in business? Is your partner in bed? What, what kind of partner is he? Right. Or he or she? Or um, multiple. Uh, but, but now, I, I'd say probably 25% of the people I know have partners. Okay? Uh, and then they changed the tax law. And they did all kinds of things to uh, make it um, uh, so there's a sense of permanence uh, that you live with somebody. Not just common-law wife or common-law husband. Uh, that you live with somebody and so they, there's some a permanence. Uh, a couple of our best friends are, are, are gay, uh, gals. And uh, when they got married, I took them both down the aisle because their parents wouldn't, okay? So I took both of them down the aisle. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, but uh, the, the world's upside down. Uh, you know, in Spartan times, 
they took the kids away from the parents at seven or eight years old because most of the self-esteem is built in seven, eight years. Now, I'm not saying you, because the kid had a club foot, you should throw him in a ditch right. as the Spartans did. <laughs> but what, the movie uh, 300, which most people have seen, yeah. one of the things in the movie that nobody talks about, and you can Google fuck this, uh, those 300 guys were all gay. Really? Correct. Huh. They found that gay lovers fighting side by side fought harder. Wow. Look it up. Look that up. I, Google I bet fuck that, it. I believe it. I believe okay. it. Okay. Yeah. And uh, the... Uh, and it's, you know, it's been known for, I don't know how many thousands of years ago that was, but there's certain things that just aren't developed. What I thought was unusual, or not unusual, kind of funny, the, some guy, some old guy gets on, um, uh, who's the guy from Fox, uh, the guy thrown off Fox? Oh, uh, uh, Tucker. Tucker. Yeah. Tucker has this guy that supposedly had gay, uh, had uh, uh, sexual relations with Obama. Uh, oh yeah, 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 and, yeah. Uh, you know, and he says Obama didn't act like it was the first time or something like that. Right. Uh, the uh, but no, nobody really gives a shit about that, and I'm not saying they should give a shit about it. Um, but um, a lot of things like that weren't picked up by ABC, CBS, or NBC. Wonder why? And uh, the uh, and it was on Fox, and the uh, oh yeah, gay Greek. <laughs> I mean, I know this shit. <laughs> yeah, By the way, do. I just recently took two um, tests, um, and it said, and I, I scored very high. If you score this, your IQ is 140. But if you score this, uh, I didn't score at 160. I, I scored over what? But it says you're either a PhD historian or a time traveler. Because huh. I know a lot of shit. And, the, uh, and now, even though I tell people I only read six books, that's not quite accurate, but uh, the... Uh, but look, I mean, yeah, it's right there. Yeah. Wow. Hey, you know that LGBTQ? They added the plus, and the plus is for underage kids. That's what oh, that I plus is. That. Yeah. When Dr. Robert Epstein was in here, I almost fell over. Oh, that plus is for under ten. Fuck. That's under some 10. sick. Under ten years old. That's some sick shit, man. Yeah. So I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Well, Rick Scott, my former lawyer, who is the senator from the state. Yeah. Uh, the uh, and former governor, uh, uh, DeSantis, I don't know, from a hole in the ground. But um, I do know that Rick wanted to uh, uh, make a difference. I thought that his name would be coming up for pre presidential reasons. I right do, too. But it hasn't. Uh, I won't, that doesn't mean anything to me, other than I'd like him to win it again. But he is a bright fucking guy, super bright. But all the people in, uh, you know, and he's 68 now, I think. 67, 68, the, the people in the Senate and, uh, I mean, they got people 80, 85, Feinstein who just passed away. They're uh, ancient. Yeah. One quote I saw that I, I'd like you to elaborate on is on uh, Twitter, and it, it said, the difference between a champ and a chump is you. You. And we had just talked about how you know, you didn't have the best genetics. You didn't have the best anything, and correct, you, you got it right. So the difference is you. So could you elaborate on? Well, that? I was interviewed um, about I don't know three or four months ago, uh, and they said, "What are the uh, the the uh, secrets to your success?" Good, and I said, "Well, I, I don't have any secrets other than the the countless hundred to hundred and twenty hour work weeks that I had. I I don't know how many I had, but I had you know." Uh, a bad week, I'd have 100 hours. Now, with that, how do you stay sharp when you're not sleeping? 
Well, know, 100 I mean, hours a week, how much well, do you sleep uh, in a night? I, I always knew uh, when my body, and I used to drink like a fish, uh, and when I lived in Manhattan, and I'm not suggesting any of you kids that uh, this is not a go-to book uh, how to do it, but uh, I used to, you know, when I was single, young, I was a womanizing motherfucker, you know, and uh, drank uh, till, you know, two, three, four o'clock. The bars closed late, uh, and then I'd get two or three hours of sleep, and then I'd run around um, uh, the park. Uh, two times around the park, there's a shade under 10 miles, and I'd puke up all the alcohol, <laughs> Yeah. and then I'd go back uh, to my little apartment on 27th in Lexington. We called it the bed bug, because the cockroaches were... <laughs> <laughs> that big, that big, uh, and the uh, the top two floors of the bed bug at twenty uh, seventh and Lex uh, w- was a brothel. Uh, wow! So and they had the old kind of elevators, you know, with the metal shit. Yeah. Like this. And if you come home at two thirty three in the morning, you got lucky every once in a while. Nice. And I mean, and uh, they uh, and I was promiscuous is isn't the right word. Whatever transcends promiscuous. <laughs> Promiscuousness. Whenever those slid open, yeah, well, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, well, uh, yeah, come on, come uh, on, whatever. Let's go, come on. And I, I could go three or four days in those days without sleep, um, and uh, I wasn't uh, always with a buzz like Churchill supposedly was, but I, I, uh, to drink at lunch. I mean, three martini lunches. I don't know if they were ma- <laughs> invented in Manhattan, but uh, you know, and, and I just did. Uh, and so, uh, but I was hungry. The wow. security, my boss, who just passed away a couple of years, my old boss, Bob, and my, my kids hate this story, used to send the security guards to come and drag me out of my cubicle and in my office to take me back to my apartment because I worked there four or five days. I go uh, down the uh, street one block and shower in the YMCA. I used to send my secretary to buy me five new uh, white shirts and underwear. And I would just... When the markets opened up in 72, 73, 24-hour markets, every minute I wasn't in the office, I wasn't making money. I said, that ain't going to happen. That, that ain't going to happen. Hard. And that, I just uh, worked, my, worked my ass off. That's motivation. Yeah, that is just I was hungry. Motivation. I was hungry. Now the kids, you know, I haven't had to work in 40 years. Right. But they can be. Like yeah. you said, a champ and a chump is you. Correct. So, so how did... How do you get somebody out of being a chump and turn to be a champ? Well, I mean, nowadays, well, no, it's, go not, to... it's not impossible, but with great difficulty. Yeah. With great difficulty, you know. Uh, 40% of the people that come to my seminar have been sexually abused. Uh, 40%. Men and women. Yeah. 40%, okay. Uh, the, uh, um, you know, uh, 85 or 90% of the people that are like 500-pound kind of people uh, were sexually abused, Okay. They don't have to tell me on the one-on-one when they're crying, you know. Not you know, long enough. You when know. did it end? I always ask. Yeah. Them, when did it end? Let's when did it end? It. When yeah. you were seven, eight, or fourteen, or twenty-two? When did it end? Okay. Right. Uh, and how do you know? I said, Well, I've been doing this a long, long time. I've been doing this a long time, and the uh, I was abused physically, not sexually. Yeah. If my dad came home uh, and my mother said um, he got in trouble, the nun said this, the priest said this. Sometimes my beatings were five, six, seven weeks late. Whoops, five, six, seven, eight weeks late. What if the nuns beat you and the priest, uh, uh, <laughs> Father O'Brien beat you? Well, then I'm gonna beat you, okay? Uh, and uh, but Dad, it's 
I've done four or five other things since then. Well, I'll get to those. And, you know, I'll get <laughs> to like, those. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. And the, uh, I was, you know, deathly afraid. But that's all my mother had to tell me. Well, you don't want to do this, Danny? I got to get your dad involved. Oh, Mom. I, I used to fall on my knees. Yep. Mom, oh, I must have misunderstood you. Exactly what you want me to do. Right. Me too. Because when... Fuck. Wait till you're it was a terror. Home. And as one of my good friends who just passed away would say, Walt, and uh, the old man, my dad, used to carry two guns all the time. Now, he didn't sleep with the guns, but he always carried two guns. Uh, and back in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, off-duty cops could wear guns that showed. Okay? Yeah. And so he always had a gun on his ankle, and he had a, his uh, eight-inch Smith & Wesson, uh, and he was a fucking Imagine that, them point eight inch ones. Those were, yeah. yeah, yeah. They used to, to, bring used them to use it as a pistol whip. Yeah. He says, you know, and he, you know, he's cracked a lot of heads. He never hit me with a gun, but uh, I told you that maybe uh, uh, why I never did drugs. When he was, I was 13 or 14, they had a, a course uh, uh, with the government uh, bonding with your kids or some horse shit. And so uh, he decided he's going to bond with me. We went to play golf one time. Okay. Uh, and, uh, he says, we're going to have a, a talk about uh, drugs. So he sat me in the living room. My mother's over there watching the TV, and he goes to his uh, bedroom, and he pulls out his 8-inch Smith & Wesson, and, <laughs> and he puts it to my head like this. That's the way to fucking he, do he, it. He, he, he pulls a hammer back like this. I can still see the bullets right there. And he says, the only cure for a motherfucking drug addict is a motherfucking bullet in your motherfucking hand, and I'm the motherfucker that'll put it there. My mother's screaming, crying. Manny, Manny, you, uh, you, you might pull the trigger. I said, no, I'll pull the trigger when he does motherfucking drugs. And I'm going to blow his brains all the way <laughs> to the TV. Did you ever do drugs? Never. Right. Never. Somehow I, it passed me by. I've, I've turned down more lines of coke. I mean, the first drug I had was about five years ago. I had a, a, a cookie made with marijuana in Amsterdam. <laughs> and Sally and my did you know uh, no yeah, I didn't know but I said, <laughs> but I Sally said, got yeah, you yeah, no, uh, uh, and I said god damn the food tastes good <laughs> I didn't understand wait 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 go back who got you did oh, no, Sally no, get no, you no. Uh, Vinica who was my partner for 26 years in business oh this is good uh, and, and Sally went out shopping and they brought back a big cookie like this and so um, I ate a chunk of it and then uh, we went out to dinner. I said, even the water tastes fucking good. I don't understand. <laughs> and you hate water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hate water. And I said, but I got this, uh, everything. My taste buds That's were like, uh, like this. <laughs> and then I forgot and I put it in my briefcase. And then Sally said, we're on the way to the airport. She says, what'd you do with the cookie? It's in my briefcase. You, you can't take the briefcase. Uh, <laughs> but that's the only time, that's the first, last, and only time I, I ate a marijuana cookie. Yeah, fuck. I'd weigh 700 pounds. I mean, you know, and and, uh, and then sex. Well, oh, fuck. Oh, that shit will kill you. Yeah. It, it, that marijuana at nighttime, I've never I've never done a drug. Never done coke, well, I heroin. Did. I was too scared, too. Oh, well, I did, I did that cookie. Uh, marijuana, yeah, but uh, but anything else, I was just too fucking scared. Like my grandfather was just too big and just too dangerous. It was just too dangerous that my mom would tell him, and then by the time he died, I was already too scared. So it it just. But I, that's what's that's exactly what's missing now is there's not a strong father figure, nope. and you were afraid if your dad got home, what happened? I always compare it to if there's a hot stove as a kid, and you put your hand on the hot stove and burn your hand. Are you gonna think twice about putting your hand on that stove next time? Yes. But there's no discipline anymore, so they kids do whatever they want because they don't have that discipline or that structure in their lives. You I know? used to stick my tongue in uh, in uh, light sockets. Oh fuck! 
you know, and and then uh, so I, was about, I was about two years old or whatever, and then finally um, uh, I couldn't. My, my tongue was too big, but then I one day I stuck my finger in and I got it in, and it blew me about. <laughs> and I used to walk around. I used to walk around uh, sockets. Okay? You, got, you got shot back then. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and uh, yeah. and then um, uh, my mother told tells my dad, and he says. Uh, it's. Uh, I used to uh, have a, pro, a propensity of walking out in the street and playing in the cars, and my dad said, well, I'm going to cure Danny of this. So we used to have an old Willys. This was like 1949, 1950. I was four or five years old. And the old Willys, it had runner boards, you know, the kind of, uh, you, when you open the door, there's a, a board, you, or not a, kind of like a shelf you can stand on. And so he said that, my dad says, well, I'm going to, I'll hit him with a car, and then he'll realize <laughs> So uh, we're in the driveway, and the runner board had a piece of chrome that was sticking out that my dad didn't know. So he hits me, and it goes, and I still have the scar, goes through my right kneecap and out my left side of my kneecap, uh, and he's dragging me. <laughs> and, 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 uh, and an old Willie's, and my mother's screaming and yelling, Manny, Manny. But to this day, Sally and I are going to cross the street. I put my hand in her back, and she crosses first. To this fucking day, yeah. yesterday when we went for a walk, to this day, right. she steps out before I do. That was 70 plus years ago. I told you. I, you know, fucking I remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think it is with uh, all these whistleblowers? All of a sudden you got the UFO whistleblowers, which I want to know if you think there's actual UFO. Well, I, I believe I mean, there's other people. Uh, you know, I've here? had an experience. Uh, I mean, I believe other people have had experiences. I've never had anything like that. But I know some pretty credible guys. Uh, the former minister of science for Canada, uh, who went before the, whatever the uh, Canadian equivalent of Congress is, and uh, as he was retiring when he was 78 or something like that, he said, you know, and I believe, you know, he's got no reason to go up there and bullshit. Uh, but I believe the reason why we they haven't come and bothered us because we're too fucking stupid. Hmm. We're not trainable. But but do you think we have any piece of a craft? I just can't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that. I don't know yeah. That. It's just a matter of I just don't I know do know Pete fuck. Conrad, God mm -hmm. rest his soul, the third guy to walk on the moon, who I worked with. Uh, he said that uh, although he didn't encounter, he says that you know other people in the astronaut program had encountered. It's like the guys, the first guys that went to the moon that were coming back, Buzz Aldrin and a couple other guys. And they said that uh, they saw shit. We just wanted to get home. We didn't give a fuck what it was. It's just weird to me because it's always somebody else. They saw, yeah. somebody else saw, somebody else said, but nobody has this. And I don't know any time in America where there isn't somebody with a big mouth, with something of something other than this particular situation. And then they bring up the UFO and the testimony to divide or to distract right when we're going through the Hunter Biden and Biden maybe getting a peach. I don't know what happened then. Was that the Hawaii thing yeah, so Hawaii that they could build? Fire. I mean, you know where they burnt down Hawaii? Doesn't Isn't it kind of odd that it's right there on well, Ocean well, Land well, Strip? Well, why did the houses <laughs> that were painted blue or green, I forget which color, yeah, man. Uh, Oprah Winfrey. Went, the Rock. Yeah, and all their houses somehow got painted mm. before, before the fire got to them. And it looks like they're going to be able to build some nice oceanfront property oh, yeah. pretty soon, huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What would be your solution with the war on drugs? Because our solution doesn't work here. I know Port Portugal, right? They have pretty much everything legal. 
they seem well, to have a good uh, outcome. The, the, I don't know. If we had some kind of strict, I mean, really strict enforcement, uh, but we're not going to. I mean, uh, with uh, California uh, is a prime example of uh, everything that sunny California was famous for is now gone. I used to love California. Okay. Uh, and 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 uh, the um, and I've got people that got you know a lot of money that live there that are coming to Florida uh, or they're going to Europe. Uh, a lot of people I know uh, are going to Switzerland, where they're pretty civilized. Uh, and um, I mean, we're past it. The, when the asteroid hits us in twenty one eighty two, nobody cares. But we can still make a lot of money, and you know, to the extent that, and I tell the kids, you know, make money, then change, try to change the world. Don't try to change the world without making the money, because nobody's going to listen to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, to the extent that I've influenced, you know, you know, two, three million people, I've created at least a million millionaires in um, in my lifetime. But they all they come to me saying they want to change the world. As soon as they make twenty five million dollars, they don't give a fuck about the world. <laughs> now, I used to keep track of this from from ninety seven. To 2011, I kept track of. You'd come in and and I've got files on people. I've got I could write a fucking book. Uh, Tommy wants to this. That's, five years later, I see him on uh, CNN or some shit. He made 800 billion dollars. Well, wait a minute, and we didn't talk about saving the uh, the penguins and what 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 happened? All that shit. Hmm. Just got content, blew it away, and then keep yeah. going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How it happens happens more than not. I love the Dan told you so, and I saw you've been doing it like once a month on uh, YouTube. I, I've been seeing them. Talk a little bit about that. They've been so right. I mean, I think you should go. Well, hard I, with I, I have about three hundred Dan told you so's on Scottish politics. Everything I predicted, unfortunately, has happened. Uh, and the, uh, but the, the the, it's hard for the Scots. Uh, for any people, you know, uh, I've been right about a lot, a lot of things. Um, but it's not that, you know, even though I am smart and I have a high IQ, so I'm not, I'm not trying to shun that. But some of the stuff is, uh, you know, I don't like to say common sense. 13 because, million. But, but I mean, uh, the, uh, I'm busting the balls uh, of the politicians. Um, but I'm in business. I mean, uh, and I, I said at the beginning of the interview, I'm not going to get credit for you know, changing the finance for the poor man. I'm just not. Uh, maybe 100 years after I'm dead. But the, about the same time that the fucking asteroid hits us, it's probably when I'm going to get credit. But you know, I've showed people how to make a lot, a lot of money creating wealth with none of your own. And the two biggest levers in life are other people, OPM, and other people's money. Mm. Uh, Donald Trump, uh, I may be wrong about this, but he hasn't put any of his own money in a deal in a long, long time, okay? Whether it's overinflated or not, okay? Uh, uh, Elon Musk would be wouldn't even be an asterisk uh, on history if it wasn't for the two five hundred million dollar uh, uh, grants Obama gave him, one for space fuck and one for the one that went out of business. What was the one that went out of business? Whoa, whoa! Obama gave him two what five hundred million dollar uh, uh, government now under the Obama administration. Mm-hmm. Obama himself didn't. Right, right. Okay. Under well, but he wouldn't even be. Hmm. PayPal, and those three or four guys he found a PayPal with, and he walked away with 20, 30 million. God bless him, okay? But, I mean, SpaceX and... Uh, SpaceX, Tesla, the tunnels, the rockets, Yeah, yeah, but whatever. I mean, one of them that went belly up is uh, uh, one of the $500 million deals he got from the government. Uh, 
Um, but the government, I mean, will always pay more and demand less since the Civil War. I want to ask you about uh, Scotch because I know you're doing that. I, I can't believe that I read your post and then I went into their articles. The, the Scottish Daily Express, they're still with this COVID shit, huh? They're still doing all that whole... What, could you explain well, what Well, I mean, it's hard to find anybody with a, a mask in Scotland. Um, certain people... Last night, uh, where we had dinner, which is a, a famous restaurant here, there were maybe two people had masks out of 110 or 20 or 30. Two, okay? Uh, the, uh, now, I've had all my shots. I'm not an anti-shot guy, but I've, uh, the, uh, I've had five uh, boosters or whatever, uh, once you get over 75, uh, the NHS really, uh, because those are the people that are in the crosshairs, supposedly, that, you know, a lot of us died. Yeah. But uh, the, so, I mean, so I'm, I'm pretty well taken care of. Plus, Sally is a, uh, is, is a, a meticulous, crazy, taking care of me. She wants to make sure I live a long time. Uh, the, uh, but I don't worry about that stuff. All I worry about is tomorrow, how can I have a project where I put no money up, I don't guarantee anything uh, using somebody else's money, not because it's a fraud or anything, uh, and, and it makes make some more kids rich, uh, wealthy. And by the way, a new study came out, uh, I think Harvard or Princeton. What number do you think wealth is uh, considered in the United States? How much money? I would say right now in 2023. Uh, last month. Last month, I would say 50,000. 30 million. 30 million. That's wealth. That's wealth. In America, supposedly. I thought they would say 50,000 because. No. Well, I mean, well, the average income for, for a couple is, I think, $62,000 in America. Yeah. So I thought. Which it's... is only 10 or 20% above minimum wage. <laughs> right. And that's pretty much, and that's what it is. Like I don't, I don't know many people making, you know, that work a nine to five or whatever, making more than fifty a year. Yeah. Well, yeah. the uh, uh, our kids uh, make uh, six figure, actually middle six figure, uh, and I'm not, I'm not demeaning our children, uh, and, um, but I mean, um, well, they got the best mentor. Yeah. Well, you know they, I mean? they, they kind of got some things. No, but they don't listen to me. <laughs> it's like a a menu. You know, we go to a Chinese uh, restaurant. Oh, I'll take a little Sichuan this, a little this, but, but it's a potpourri. They they pick and choose uh, what they what they take with what, them. what they right. take exactly. And so um, uh, when they both got out of school, they both took a year uh, gap year, some shit between uh, undergraduate and graduate. Uh, and um, I said uh, when they went to work, I said, "Be there, be the first in the building with the trash people clean out the trash." And be last to leave. Last to leave. And make 300 calls a day. And both of them asked me the same question. Who's going to notice? Well, probably the second guy in the building is going to be the chairman of the CEO. And they'll notice. And both of them got noticed. Okay. And I can tell you right now, there's not 100 people in the United States of America that make. Because you're always, when you, put, when you join the big companies, even if you went to Harvard, you join in some sort of sales trainee program. Okay, because most of the people come up the sales ladder, and I said there's not 50 people in America that make 300 cold calls a day. Now, see, they took that route. They took the initiative. They stayed later. They were there early. What do you see now with this society? The most common mistakes that 
people make. They think you can do it in uh, a couple hours a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's and the biggest thing you've seen. Now, huh? this 10,000-hour bullshit that you hear, you know, that I don't believe in that. 10,000 hours and you're an expert. But I do know, even uh, uh, the people I had uh, dinner with last night, um, the uh, nobody... See, I'm just a salesman mm-hmm. that refined his skills selling governments up to, you know, I'm just a salesman. You know, I used to sell, I used to move 200 cars. I used to sell cars. Yeah, I remember. 200 fucking cars a month. Jeez. Where was that? In uh, Los Angeles, Beverly Hills. BMW? Yeah, uh, when all, it was Continentals and uh, Eldorado Cadillacs. Eldorado. And I said, nobody to this day has ever heard of, dreamt of anybody that moves 200 fucking units by himself, not wholesale bullshit. Two hundred. When I was in Beverly Hills, if you were driving a, uh, let's see, this would have been seventy-two. If you were by, driving a sixty-nine uh, town car, Lincoln. All right, give me your pitch. I'm coming. Okay, in to okay. Get a no, 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 no. I would because it, there's two systems in the car sales. It's the up. In other words, there's three salesmen. You get the next guy. I get the next guy, and you get the next guy. Or it's every man for himself. I, I like every man for himself systems, but I used to dominate those. So, uh, but if you have ten or twelve salesmen, so I would leave the showroom, and I would go to the busiest intersection, and you drive, you stop at a signal with your '69 town car. I would jump in the front seat with you, <laughs> and say, "A man like you, you must, you know, is this a is this a chick magnet for you? Yeah. Well, you deserve a better car. You get laid more." And I had a different pitch for women, you know. It doesn't your husband think any more of you than a car four or five years old? <laughs> I moved units like a motherfucker. Because awesome. then she went home and bitched. And he Correct. Up and then they go, Can you, you uh, motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> and I sold a lot of units. And in those days, see, now you get you make maybe $50 on a car. We used to sell undercoating. And I didn't even know this. for uh, uh, That you would use in Boston because of salt on the roads. There's no salt in fucking Beverly Hills. <laughs> but I mean, it was $275 if you sold the undercoating, of which you got 75 bucks. Right. Yeah. You fucking need that undercoating. What throughout your life would you say so far has been the most challenging? And I know it's tough to narrow it down, but just the time that pops in your head where if somebody's watching this and you know, you're a big figure, you've been around forever, you're just unstoppable. What's a challenging time, time that you... I, th- I thought I thought wrongfully, uh, naively, uh, and I had a chip on my shoulder bigger than this fucking desk uh, that I uh, uh, didn't go to an Ivy League school. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then uh, I hired my first Harvard guy. That, uh, and Not just hiring these guys, but the first guy from Yale that I fired. <laughs> you know, and I said, fuck, I guess that, Ivy League doesn't mean, you know. And I went to school you got to explain about, which a school uh, doesn't like, because it was San Fernando Valley State College when I graduated. Two years later, they got uh, university status. So they sent me a new diploma. Mm-hmm. And so instead of going through that little thing, I, I went to a school you got to explain about. And uh, the, um, but yeah, I thought that, you know, and now I'd say, as Warren Buffett said, just, at the last annual meeting, we got jobs where you have no education, paying seventy, eighty, ninety thousand dollars a year. <laughs> but the new system, which I predicted about five or six years ago, it's called outcome management. Netflix uses it, Siemens uses it, Toyota uses it. It is okay. You got a job. This is your quota. And you mean Siemens, like the one that owns all the malls? Yeah, correct. The one okay. that I was with for ten years. Okay. Okay. 
Tommy, you've got this quota, whatever it is, 100, 500, okay, monthly. I don't want to see you. I don't care. As long as it's legal, moral, and ethical, I don't care how you do it. But if you don't meet that outcome, you're fired. You want to start the job or don't you? Let's go. Okay. Let's go. Outcome management is the future. It's the only survival technique that's left for corporate world. That's how it's going to be. Outcome. Yep. Because now people can work from home. I don't believe in that myself, but people can work from home. Okay, you find, I don't give a fuck if you work from the beach, you work from a whorehouse, or a <laughs> you know, steam bath. This is your fucking quota. Do it. Now, the best outcome management is no salary. That's it. And guys with big nuts and gals with big, whatever the equivalent of big nuts, <laughs> uh, uh, will take those jobs. I'll take those jobs anytime. And I agree with you, but why, why do you think working from home is a negative? Well, because most people need uh, uh, support. I didn't need any support, okay? But most people need support. And now mental health, people talk about it all the time. My dad had um, what used to be called battle fatigue for 60 years. Okay, he never got any treatment. I'm not saying to do that, please, believe me. But, you know, he just, you know, it, it, it comes it, it comes with, uh, it's like Obama's got a, a commercial on CNN, not a commercial. He says, democracy will work if we fight for it. Duh. <laughs> but nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> right, okay. right. And, you know, but Obama's telling, I forget, uh, I'm poor, whatever her name is. Um, democracy will work if we fight for it. If we don't fight for it, it's not going to work. <laughs> So my dad just thought that that was a byproduct of going to the byproduct war. Byproduct of the war, yeah, yeah. And now, now they call it the the PS. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, unfortunately, I know a lot of guys, you know, suffer from that, and it's, it's terrible. But it's it's a byproduct. Yeah, we try to have as many uh, vets in. Like uh, he started breeding dogs, so that when the vets come back, they have a dog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Anthony Longo. So we we try to put keep pushing up with that. Now with with the big business, you know. Chat GPT, who got them? Gates Gates has his fingers in there now. So now in big business, in business that, is, that you're doing, are, are you guys using Chat GPT for some no. things? Or some of your... I, I, some of our companies. Your companies? I, I, I'm the chairman of uh, 19 companies, um, of which I have equity uh, ownership. And um, we're outcome. Right. You know, I, um, you know, unless they can really get in a hole, a problem... Uh, then uh, they 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 uh, they pull out the old dog, you know. Yeah. But if not, you know, the, the rest of the board helps supervise them, uh, and um, but it's outcome. Uh, I'm not interested in any of the bullshit. Just the outcome. Uh, we grew at 125 percent during Corona. Wow. Uh, wow. 125 percent. That's unbelievable. And nobody used it as an excuse. I'm not saying a lot of people didn't suffer. Through. I'm not saying that, but a lot of people didn't suffer. And we're able to, you know, find a niche. They found a, an opening, a this or that, and, and they developed a new product. But what it really took is they went from 75 hours. We used to have an average of about 77 hours a week for all my employees, for all the companies I'm involved with. 77 hours, hours a week per person. It went up to 95 hours. During, during COVID. Corona. Corona. Uh, what? To keep them busy, right? Uh, uh, yeah, but everything. I mean, there's, uh, you know, people are going out of business. Uh and, and I mean, there's uh, unfortunately a lot of not hopefully I don't know about my kids, but a lot of the kids took advantage of those programs. They were getting free money. Yeah. We didn't apply for one dollar in any of our companies. Um, uh, we didn't lay anybody off. Uh, we paid bonuses all the way all the way through Corona. Well, and and he kept everybody happy and kept it moving and kept it going. 
Yeah, it, it did a number here, and it kind of seems like that COVID was the first sign publicly of what you're talking about, where <clears throat> that, that that was the beginning of just the total separation, the total everything, even though they were working on it since, what, 18, 16, which um, I'm sure you're aware of, you know. Could you tell everyone the story of Kleinfelter? Because I know Kleinfeld. That, yeah, I would say his name. Because that one, I, I, I remember when he first came in, because you were doing clips back then on YouTube. So if you could, just, just a, a little bit about him. Uh, he was, man, he, he is he's, just... Uh, uh, well, right, got, now, right now, he, uh, well, uh, he came as a middle manager at Siemens uh, to me, and he wanted to, uh, his goal was to be a, 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 on the corporate executive board. And I said, well, you know, I'll work with... Anyway, that was 1997. and 2005, he became CEO of Siemens, the 20th largest company in the world. Uh, he is uh, from a poor family. He earned uh, learned English uh, on the uh, uh, not the the, uh, the, um, the U.S. Army radio station in in Germany. Uh, I, I forget the name of it. Uh, and he went on to become Siemens of uh, CEO of Siemens. He went on to be CEO of Alcoa. He went on to be CEO of Arconic. He went on to to be um, CEO of the biggest deal in the world, Neom, $500 billion deal in uh, Saudi. Um, Mr. Penny, how old was uh, he? What? How old was well, he? Well, when he came there? to me, he was, he was 39, 38, 39. He's now, he's 64 now, it's just been 25 years. Uh, and uh, he's he's a big thinker. Uh, he's uh, He was the natural to be the first CEO of Neon. Uh, and the, um, but um, he, he, uh, He's got a work ethic, a hard working fucking guy, uh, super smart. And Klaus, if you're listening to this, you're not as smart as you think you are, you're fuck, but you're fucking smart. Uh, the, uh, and so, um, uh, so it, it, it works, you know, uh, not a dissimilar story. Uh, uh, Senator Rick Scott, who's yeah. my lawyer, and uh, I made a bunch of money on a deal. We're at the Park Lane Hotel in New York back in the middle, late 80s. And he says, Dan, I need to make your kind of money. And I said, well, you got to leave me. So that means, and I pushed him out the door, and he went to work for uh, Sid and Perry Bass down in Fort Worth, uh, and he took his uh, own $100,000, and he founded Columbia Healthcare, you know, the largest healthcare company in, in the world. So you can do it, but yeah. you got to want it. Yeah, I knew his partner. Uh, he ended up, he got in trouble with uh, Jamie Diamond, I'm sure, yep. you know, Lance. Yeah. We could talk about him sometime when, when I come to see you and we, yeah. we have dinner. Uh, okay. Pull up all of Dan's sites. I know you got Is it five? Uh, yeah, yeah, you got to go. Okay, well, I got to leave in five minutes. Yep. Okay. Yep. What's next? Oh, we're just going to pull, pull up, up the sites. Site right yep, just pull up the sites so uh, everybody can go. Where, what part of, where are we now? We're in Palm Beach Island. So right down the street is Mar-a-Lago. I know. I just passed it coming yeah, in. Yeah. Yeah. You know, with a big American flag, those big walls. Yeah. And I thought of the same thing you mentioned about 20, 30, or an hour ago. Is that thing worth only 18 million? Right. I'd buy it. Yeah. If I can buy Mar-a-Lago, <laughs> right. I will write a check. Sally will be happy. Uh, yeah. I, I, I rank <laughs> it with one of the best investments I ever made. And I'll run a place over with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So anybody wants to check out Dan Penny, go to the website, your Instagram, YouTube is awesome. Uh, five years ago, I had 6,000 people on social media. Five years ago. I now got a couple million. Right. Amazing. But I missed the internet. I missed, if it wasn't Brian Rose, thank you very much, he introduced me to um, the social media. I, I just missed it. you know. Uh, and um, I don't know how I missed it, but I missed it. 
because I thought that everybody, and it's not dissimilar, everybody on um, the gurus. Yeah. The, that, that, their fallback was because they weren't making any fucking money. Even today, most of the gurus are broke. They are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not all of them, but... A lot are. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're fucking broke. Brian and, Rose, yeah. yeah. He, he's a story. Yeah, yeah. He, he, there is 10 guys that wanted to see you and then him just from that. Yeah. Yeah, London sure. Real. Unbelievable. I mean, yeah, he's a smart guy. Um, the, uh, but it doesn't take smart. It just doesn't. It just takes you working your balls off. All right. Well, we'll have every link in the description. We'll have everything there at the Thank very you top. Very much. I Everybody get in that. there, yeah. get to all your events, and I will be there if okay, accepted well, at the well, castle. Fine. And uh, are you going to let me take my? Yeah, I thought it was making. I thought it was making my McDonald's cup. I thought it was making the microphone buzz. That's oh, why I moved no. them. The, the metal. Yeah. This is. Uh, well, you see what? Because uh, we the last time we talked, I was on my stage, and uh, so. Yeah, you, yeah. With the last time you the had trillion the trillion dollar, yeah, the trillion dollar man. Uh, somebody came up to me um, <laughs> on the plane, flying first class two days ago, and a uh, big tall guy, German guy, said, "Excuse me, sir, you look familiar." I said, "Well, yeah," and he says. Um, are you famous? I go, to some people. Well, who are you? A trillion dollar man. And then his wife, oh, we know you. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But they thought I was um, uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins because Sir Anthony oh. looks kind of like me, but he's about seven, eight inches shorter than I am. Yeah. And so um, That's funny. I've even signed an- autographs Anthony Hopkins before. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then I put an asterisk behind and I, but um, yeah, so... Uh, but that's why we don't, other than across the water, like the Atlantic or Pacific, we don't fly commercial anymore uh, because it's a pain. Just a pain. I, I, I like the following, but I don't like the follow-up of everybody wanting to have a selfie and shit like that. Right. So we fly private planes other than, um, like when we go up to New York, it'll be on a private plane. But when we go back uh, to London in uh, 10 days or two weeks, we'll uh, be on a, I think we're on a British Air again. Um but uh, anyway, thank you very much for inviting hey, me. Yeah, thank you for your time. Uh, anytime you're in town, please stop by. Okay, this is uh, your second home, bud. Okay, Come on. And Sally, buy that place down here. Yeah, Talk them into oh, it. Yeah, Come well, on. Yeah, yeah. Happy I, wife, yeah. happy life. I, I, yeah. I, I, knew, I knew that. Um, Sally, please. And, and, and the salespeople are saying, you know, that, uh, of course, it, 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 it's a plus to somebody to be a neighbor of uh, uh, yeah. Trump. Well, one of the guys, my Cuban uh, gangsters from last night, is two houses down from him, okay? And so, um, the, come on! Uh, you have all the reason in the world to move yeah, down. But the last time and I, I got was a good for you. it was for a deal, and it took us two and a half hours to get through the security. Oh well, yeah. Yeah, it's a pain in the butt. Marlowe was only and eighteen then, million. And then, then president, then President Trump was three hours late, and uh, I'm not blaming him, but I mean the security is a pain. There. And his neighbors, <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know what it's like to be the guy that actually lives next door to him, but I don't know about next door to him, but you know, maybe move down that way, you know, a little bit away, but Sally, get on him. All right, Dan, thank you you for your time, sir. Thank Thank you so much.